0: This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features, they are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Of course, your calls are the primary element if you make them Otherwise, we'll talk about things that are interesting to us. And to start things out here tonight, I want to talk about a heroic speech that was given at a a recent, I guess it was a high school, as as I understand it. Uh, I don't have the story in front of me right now. But there was a young man who decided to give a speech about marijuana. And I I can relate, uh, because when I was in college and I took speech class, uh, that was was my first real foray into uh, the, the speaking world in, in a more comfortable fashion. I used to be so nervous to uh, to give speeches. When I was younger in uh, when they would force us to give speeches in elementary school for instance, I remember just being absolutely petrified by this process. You and know, it's
1: it's interesting. They they seem to design it this way because I remember the speech thing you weren't. You, you were told essentially you're going to give a speech, and I, I yes. Don't and on this topic, what long uh, what long period of time it was between. You're going to give a speech. And then when you had to give the speech, but it, I'm sure it was weeks. A couple months, yeah. You, yeah. you know, and you sweat, your hair turns gray. And you got to you know. spend five minutes up there. That's a long damn time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it would be better if they just got kids to go up and, and talk in some way in front of the – just get p- kids used to going in front of the classroom um, and, you know, going a little more ad lib than to, hmm. you know, tell them to, well, I want you to research this subject and yeah. write out a speech and blah, blah, blah. Really build it up. It's, it really is. It's just. It's. I wonder how many kids develop their ulcer uh, at first, you know, waiting for this this speech thing. No wonder people hate public speaking so much. Yeah,
0: and usually the uh, the best the, the best tip that they have for you is well, just imagine everybody in their underwear. I don't know about you, Mark, but that never really did much for me.
1: A, yeah, I don't know.
0: It was still absolutely fear-inducing and petrifying to get up there in front yeah. of the the class. Uh, and and do something like that. And it was a, it wasn't until college when I really started to to break out of that particular paradigm. Uh, you know, I'm sure being a little more mature had something to do with it. But up until that point, I was I did not like giving speeches at all. But then when I got into college, uh, they allow you to actually choose your topic mm. at that point. And so I was allowed to choose something that I was interested in doing, which of course I was very interested in marijuana. <laughs> so, so I think I did uh, every single speech in the college class on some marijuana-related topic. So I can I can relate to this guy. Uh, but I since then, since coming to or since going to that college class and and uh, and spending more time as as an adult and looking back and, and getting perspective. I now try to tell myself if I have to do a speech or I, I do tell myself that I'm not nervous, I'm excited because I because now instead of being nervous about getting a grade or being nervous about uh, botching up the material or not getting the, uh, the research done correctly or whatever because you have all this thrown upon you in the government school system, when you're giving a speech because you want to give a speech when you're giving a speech because you've chosen to give a speech, it's excitement, not nervousness because you're excited to share your view, your perspective on whatever the issue is at hand yeah. with a, an audience that hopefully will be interested in what you have to say,
1: so that 's an exciting thing, and that 's yeah. of course it, it still didn 't st- it 's a real uh, opportunity, and a lot of people do look at public speaking in in the adult world as an opportunity that 's how They're I still at scared it. to death
0: of it but the, the, oh I, my uh, adrenaline was pumping hard when I was up in front of talkers uh, this past week right. and i 'm sure it was obvious too it,
1: uh, well it was 't uh, watching you do it No, I mean really oh was, my gosh, I no. felt like
0: it was so obvious it seemed you seemed a little uh, practiced.
1: But other than that, I thought. Well, it was I figured great. it'd
0: be better to be practiced than to be up there reading the
1: speech. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, the, the <laughs> you've got to be practiced. Great, well, great public speakers are going off the hip. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're talking like not. you and I are talking right now. Yeah, think, emphatically, they're looking the audience in the eye and they're, they're communicating there. But yeah, you I understand this is the thing is people believe that you and I would be really right skilled at, <laughs> at giving p- speeches or whatever, but I no. don't give speeches. No, I'm sitting neither. in a room with a friend of mine that, uh, you know, I sit with every evening right. and talk about stuff. The that same I'm thing about.
0: we've done for six, seven years, going on seven
1: full years. Right. Now. You know, A speech would be me talking about some subject where I'm not an expert, not that I'm Talk about things that I'm an expert now. I don't know. It's a well, completely an, different experience. Sure it
0: is. And, but on the other hand, if we do, if we were speaking on a regular basis, then I'm sure it would be a
1: much more comfortable oh, yeah, sure, experience. Sure. If we were doing it, but we but right. we're we're not doing something like that. And and we we know that we're obligated to do it if people sort of ask us because well people imagine that it's good for the yeah. show and people imagine we're good at it. I
0: feel good about doing speeches now. I I am excited about doing it now. I'm excited I about the opportunity.
1: However. I, you know, I, I think that there's a skill that I could develop. Oh, no doubt about it. Which is
0: why I like it when I'm given the opportunity because I will go ahead and grab hold of it just so I can get some uh, some practice at, at giving a speech because I just don't have that uh, that much uh, the, that many uh, opportunities to do it. However, I can't imagine giving a 20 minute speech. Oh my gosh! I mean, when I'm here on the on the show, uh, the, we've got phone calls and you're here and we can talk about various different things. But to just go off for 20 minutes on one particular subject. I don't know, man. Yeah, it might I'm be sure sure I'm sure I could sure. do it, but I don't feel like uh, th- there's no topic that I can think of right now that I would want to just speak 20 minutes on. Well, it's,
1: you know that I did uh, that. Uh, I did that Cheshire TV show for a yeah, while, and that was a half an hour show of, of me monologuing completely, uh, monologuing and making faces at the camera. And it was, I, 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 you know, as long as I did a little show prep, had some things to talk about, and I was I did okay.
0: So this young man uh, did his speech, and the news is from thenewstribune.com. The teachers wanted persuasive, and they got it. At the end of his speech Tuesday, urging legalization of marijuana, a 17-year-old Peninsula High School student pulled out a joint, lit it, and smoked away. Then he ate the remains.
1: <laughs> wow, sweet.
0: Uh, for, for that, he got a quick escort to the school office, and then a ride to Remnant Hall Ju- Remnant Hall Juvenile Jail. The stunt was celebrated among some of the teen's peers, but was frowned on, to say the least, by law enforcement officers and district administrators. Sure. We believe Sticks in, in the mud. freedom of speech and encourage it. But, but you know that's freedom nonsense. of ingesting
1: what you want to ingest we don't believe in that.
0: Right. But illegal activities are absolutely not going to be tolerated in our district.
1: Right, you know, it's For the it's superintendent. It's so funny. These these people the the, the, the dichotomy that the, that exists in these people's mind. Well, you're free to say what you want as long as you don't break the law. And well, you know, what if they made saying certain things against the law? Well, they have. <laughs> they well I like like well, you can't threaten people, for instance. Mm, I, I, good. I
0: agree with you. I don't, I don't think that you should be threatening people. But clearly the, it just, uh, clearly, the schools do not believe in freedom of speech. I mean, we had our, no. one of our listeners, Alex, wear a T-shirt to school, and they decided they didn't like that. And it wasn't a threatening T-shirt or anything like that. It was just a, a political message, basically, that they felt uncomfortable about. And so it's, it's nonsense when somebody who's, uh, who is affiliated, as this man is, the su- superintendent of the school district, somebody who's affiliated with the government schools to claim that they encourage freedom of speech. Absolute poppycock. But anyway, Pierce County Sheriff's Spokes Bureaucrat said, if people want the law changed, they need to go about it the right way. Boy, how many times... Have I heard that one? Mm. You need to go and use the system and go down to the city hall or go to the uh, state representatives and tell them how you feel and beg them to do something about the situation. Hope that they'll do it. And if they don't, then you'll have to go ahead and run for office yourself because, well, in many cases, that's a pretty expensive
1: proposition actually running for office. Luckily, here in New Hampshire, it's not so much the case. You're right. Um, and God help you if, if, if it's uh, the United States Congress that decides to pass some law or another that affects you yeah. deeply. Uh, <laughs> Good luck changing that. Right, go about and it the right way, huh? The the federal government is getting more and more uh, involved in making rules that uh, the, the average citizen has to follow instead mm-hmm. of going to. To the local, uh, you know, the local capital and working on your state government, which would be arduous and uh, monumental in and of itself. But trying to get something done through Tallahassee, it it's just nearly impossible. It is a government now by the uh, lobbyists for lobbyists for the lobbyists. It has nothing to do with you and I. So that's the right way to do it then: to form your own lobbying group right. and to raise forget some about, money. Forget yeah, about forget about following the career that's uh, interesting to you. If you want some freedom in some area of your life, you better dedicate. your 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 entire life to getting it, and good luck.
0: Well, as far as I'm concerned, this young man is a hero, and I guess they're not naming him because he was under the age of 18, so we don't even know what his name is. Uh, But he's heroic for going, uh, uh, going to his school, standing in front of the class, pulling out a joint after giving his speech on marijuana legalization, and then smoking it. That's the kind of disobedience we need to see more of. More on the way. You take control. This is Free Talk Live.
2: Are you an active Free Stater living in New Hampshire? Are you and your family moving to New Hampshire in the near future? A new web series about the Free State Project is currently casting. Interested? Send us a short video about yourself. Tell us what you're doing or planning on doing to achieve liberty in your lifetime. Show us what makes you interesting. Upload your video to YouTube and send the link to fspwebseries at gmail.com. Don't have a video camera? Ask about other submission options. fspwebseries at gmail.com.
0: Free Talk Live, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're yours. They're on the front page of the website. And they're free at freetalklive.com. In fact, they go back for an entire year. Right there in the left-hand column of the site at live. Dot com one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We go right into your phone calls about whatever you want, and we'll talk to Kyle, listening in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Kyle. Oh,
3: uh, this isn't Kyle.
0: Sorry about that. What's your name?
3: Uh, my name's Kyle.
0: Ka- K- Kyle how do you spell that? cal Like C A L?
3: Oh, sorry, it's probably the accent. Um K A R L.
0: Carl. Well, Carl, yeah. what's on your mind tonight?
3: Hey, I just um I noticed that you're kind of well Ian this is much you not my sorry but uh I, understand, I it seems like you're kind of into a uh, more like music involving metal, maybe like metal and stuff like that
0: not really uh that's just the music that we play on the show. I've oh, okay. uh, recently been listening to a lot of enigma
3: okay, well, just to let you know that uh there's a band from New Hampshire that I found out when I was maybe like fifteen. I had no idea, but they're um they're from New Hampshire, and they're very like uh, Pretty hardcore libertarians, and um, they play like a um, kind of like a heavy metal kind of music and stuff like that. So what? Well, what's the name and, of the band?
0: Go ahead and give a the uh, plug. S-
3: their name is Scissor Fight.
0: Scissor Fight. I think yeah, I've heard. I think uh, I've heard of them.
3: They're pretty popular. Um, yeah. And I well I just had no idea that they were a uh, libertarian band. So I thought maybe. You might be interested in listening to them. I, yeah, there I, are a few no threads uh, that, for those right. that
0: are interested in finding liberty-oriented music, uh, whether it's metal or something else. Uh, the rock and roll, I guess probably mostly rock and roll, uh, but then again, maybe that's just what I encounter. Uh, I've, I've actually heard some liberty-oriented rap as well. But uh, yeah. there are threads on the Free Talk Live BBS that I'm sure you can go to and find where people are recommending uh, various different liberty-oriented musicians and, and groups. So if that's uh, is that all you had for us today, Carl?
3: Um, and one other thing. I had a question, just a quick yes, one. Um, I uh I I I'm kind not petitioning, but I hope you um for the co host as co as hosts go go for. Uh, I think that one of the best ones is Julia. I, I uh I think you should keep her on a lot more
0: often. You know, I try to get Julia on as often as possible, and I thank you for the call tonight. I I agree. I think uh, Julia is outstanding uh, when she is able to participate in the show. When she's got a topic that's interesting to her, she really is is absolutely outstanding.
1: Well, um, you know, incentivize her to get on the show. You know, you've got to compensate well, I, people. She's got to
0: work, and uh, I can't compensate her for. I can't. I cannot pay her thirty six thousand dollars a year or whatever it would take to lure her she away probably,
1: uh, yes. from her job. Or, you know, schedule herself around if you did uh, compensate her in some way. But uh, you know, she's she's a hardworking you're just, lady, you're Mark. Not th- you're not thoroughly motivated enough. That's no, just all I'm sorry.
0: Uh, she knows that she can come on as often as as right, uh, right. Well, she well, that's likes for free, and she's coming right. on
1: as often as she likes for yeah. free.
0: She she works uh, very hard during the day. She sure works she 10 hour, she works 10 hour shifts and I know Mark that you know it's it's real nice to be you and I where we get to sit around the house all day and uh make phone calls to people. Our jobs not so difficult. Her job, she's running a restaurant all day. When she comes home, she wants to relax. Uh she wants to go to sleep and that's in fact uh you know what she's uh, what she's doing tonight. Uh I did invite her on the show tonight, but she is in the process of falling asleep so that's not really going to uh to be too effective maybe it's someday in uh, in the the future when she's had enough of working in the the corporate restaurant world and she's ready to move on we'll we'll hear more from her until then it's probably going to be a once a week basis but i agree she is great 800-259-9231 that's the sacle cai toll free line we continue here steve is in south carolina and you're on free talk live hello steve
4: Hey guys, did you hear about the seventy-two-year-old grandmother that got pulled out of her vehicle and tasered? We and, uh, did. Tra-
0: we we played some of the audio on last night's show. The screams were horrific.
4: Yeah, yeah. I actually saw the video, the dashboard cam. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did. She refused to sign the ticket.
0: Did she and refuse so- to sign the ticket because in the video she says she'll sign the ticket, and then it, seconds later, or something like that. Yeah. Seconds later, she gets a taser to the chest. Well, it's all about oh, the editing.
4: Yeah, I mean, after she gets yanked out of her vehicle and, dra- and taken to the back of her vehicle, she says she'll sign it. She started to try to comply. Ah. It was, it was, you know, she didn't want to sign it when she was in her vehicle. He opened the door, pulled her out, took her to the back of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, okay. Well, she he pushed her once. And then she said, okay, I'll sign it. And, um, you know, there was a, he said, you know, I'll have to tase you. And she goes, I dare you. And then that's when that happened. No, it was it was actually the whole thing was because she refused. Now why he couldn't have put just refused to sign and be done with it? I have no idea.
0: She said, "I dare you." I don't. I don't remember hearing that.
4: Yeah, it's right in the back of the vehicle, right before, right. It's let's see. Hmm.
0: Not that it's that right makes it okay. I'm not suggesting that if she did say, I dare you, that it it makes it okay. But I recall, and it didn't seem to be edited, Mark, when I saw this. Well, I just, in
1: the editing, it's uh, when you started it. I mean, somebody edited out the front of it. Obviously yes, you but didn't she see said she was going worth of uh, um, worth of uh, I understand
0: know, that, but I'm talking cam. about the segment that I saw did not seem to be cut. The segment I saw, she says she would sign the paper Yes, he then pushes her and shortly thereafter whips the taser out and uh, t- takes her to the ground. so did you
4: see, did you see when she got pulled out of the vehicle?
0: I did not see that part.
4: okay, so you didn't see the whole thing no I didn't okay well that's the, that's the problem. He opens the door and
0: pulls her out of her truck. I I would agree with you that that's a problem as well. I mean, the, the whole, every bit of the, the video I saw, the, the cop was acting like a big bully and being a total jerk. And so it sounds like, had I seen more of the video, I would have seen more of the same.
4: Yeah, she absolutely would have. He had no right to open the door and yank her out of the vehicle.
0: Well, he owns her, see, so actually he does. See, they're, their mas- they're our masters, and uh, we are their serfs and their slaves and their servants, and uh, we must do anything they say, and if, they don't do- if we don't do what they say, they will rough us up and uh, possibly kill us. So they own us.
4: This is just, um, you know, this guy was out of control. He could have just put refuse the sign and been on his way
0: hey, now wait a minute, what the statist response to that would be, well, wait a minute, she asked for that by, being, uh, by refusing to sign. She asked to be tasered.
4: Right, yeah, mm-hmm. okay.
0: Sure, she consented to this when she signed the social
1: contract back when she was born. See, that's how it works. The the thing, even I don't agree to it. Most status. I mean, the woman was like, "Okay, I'll sign. And this cop was so upset um, that for whatever reason, he decided he was going to taser her the minute she said no. She was probably somewhat uncooperative in the the very beginning. But, you know, she wasn't noncompliant at the point that he tasered her. No, she was complying. She was ready to comply. At that right. Point. I mean, she, she wasn't going to be happy scared. about it, but this is what he wanted. Yeah. He wanted her to do what he wanted her to do, and he wanted her to smile about it. And well, that's, that's what it is. It, it's, it's really about the attitude. You should love the state.
4: I mean, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's all about the attitude. But the thing is, she was non compliant while she was sitting in her vehicle. She said, I'm not going to sign. So he opens the door. He pulls her out. He drags her to the back of the vehicle. He tells her to get behind the vehicle. And she does at that point. She's been roughed up. She's been yanked out of her vehicle. then she says, yeah, I'll comply. I'll sign.
0: It's outrageous. I thank you for uh, bringing it back up and and covering some of the parts of the story we weren't able to last night because I didn't have the full clip. Thanks for the call tonight, Steve. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever you want. Comment on that or anything goes. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live.
5: John and Lobo are back with more rapid-fire action. It began as a favor to a woman trying to get away from an abusive husband, but it proves that no good deed goes unpunished, and the consequences may be fatal to their partnership. The sequel to One Jump Ahead and Slanted Jack, Overthrowing Heaven by Mark L. Van Name, available from Bane Books. Remember, if you don't like your world, visit one of ours at Bane.com. This is Free Talk
0: Live. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number 800-259-9231. And that number is brought to you by our friends at SACL CAI. It's 259 9231 Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All of the features we give to you free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, And those features include the Shrine of Female listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove that they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's all about.
1: It's totally free. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Freedombookclub.com invites you to participate in their summer reading event. Go to freedombookclub.com and choose your preference from the four finalists. Then purchase their book from the um, their book of the month. New winners are announced every month. FreedomBookClub.com making freedom a bestseller. What their intent over there is is to uh, to coordinate activists across the nation in the purchase of their uh, liberty-oriented books, uh, you know, liberty-type activists, mm-hmm. and, and in order to uh, drive those books up the bestseller lists. It's great to buy your, you know, whatever book you're going to buy, Ron Paul's Manifesto or, um, you know, Mary Ruart's book or whichever one. But if you buy it in conjunction with other people, you can get up higher on the list. Therefore, it gets more exposure and more people want to buy it. It's freedombookclub.com. All
0: right. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. We continue with your calls. Frank is in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Frank. How are
6: you doing? Hi, hey, guys. How are you doing? What's happening? Good, sir? Yeah, I just. I heard about that story of the grandmother being tasered by the police, and I'm just saying that I'm not surprised in this country and' if she not either. Had been in if she had been in Basra when the marines uh would have the you know the Iraqi people, their little families in their cars stop or if they didn't uh, understand the command, they'd just go and shoot them all you know yep. in the public or you know toss a grenade, and you know that would be it and You know, it's kind of, uh, it's sort of, it's like what goes around comes around.
0: Wait, when you say what goes around.
6: The crap that this government has done to the world, and, you know, we could even go back to my generation with Vietnam, but you begin to look at what happened in Iraq, Afghanistan, what's going on in Pakistan. I mean, you know, why should we be surprised with this in our own country? I'm not. I'm not either, and it's really sad, but the fact is... uh, I think she's gonna to have to take legal action against the police, the municipality where the cops occurred. already said
0: they were in the right. Yeah. Well,
6: they're not. That's gonna to have to be determined in the court of law. The court's you know, on the
0: cops side the Maybe. greatest
6: problem the greatest problem is the fact that uh so many governments and police actions say they're immune from, you know, civil tort action. And I think we have to abolish that government on all levels. The government uh uh, not being accountable for its actions.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say abolish the government at, at all levels. That's
6: a mistake. We have to be very voracious and very litigious. And the cop who did that—I mean, you know—if this had happened in any other time, where we didn't have the Homeland Security Act and the uh, what are the Patriot Act and the, the suspension of our civil liberties and all of this emergency legislation that you know Congress has uh, approved. Uh, in the old days, 30 years ago, you know, people would fi- go out after that person and tase him or worse.
1: That's well, I don't know that that's exactly right, Frank. I got from the, the I'm impression... I'm not saying I, it's right. I didn't look I'm, at... No, I, I don't know that your right. assessment's correct. I'm just saying that uh, I, I was listening to the, the the audio. I didn't see the video uh, personally, but it sounded like the woman might have been black. So, therefore... No, she, was, uh, she looked like well, a little white. Really, my crime. mistake.
6: If it's black, it could be a hate crime, and that should be prosecuted. My only comment is I'm not condoning, you know, vigilantism uh, or Hammurabi's code an eye for an eye, but the point is, 30, 40 years ago, if that had happened in the United States, outside of New York or Washington, D.C. or Los Angeles, people would have, you know, uh, had a direct bit of feedback and, you know, they would uh, you know, that's all I'm saying. Well, there, there Those are a lot of, days
4: are gone.
0: Yeah, I see where you're coming from, Frank, and I thank you for the call tonight. There, there was a lot of feedback. I mean, if you look at the comments section on any story like that, any, any story regarding police abusing peaceful people, people that have not harmed others, whether it's this old lady or whether it was the naked guy at the concert, another recent instance of police just viciousness and brutality and depred, uh, depredation. Uh, There are always plenty of people that will put a comment on uh, the story that this is outrageous, these cops are out of control, and I say we do something about it. And I'm going to comment next time it happens, too. I think that's great. I'm glad people are upset. I'm glad that uh, they they right. realize there's it's, something it, right,
1: wrong. <laughs> right. it's, it's good to be able to identify what the problem is. Yeah. Um, but as far as no finding solution. the solutions, first off, this it's a difficult solution to find. I mean, the the I the, the Claire Wolf quote com, comes to mind. It's uh, too late to do anything about it, and too early to shoot the bastards. Um, and I'm, and I'm just uh, I'm just not somebody who advocates shooting the bastards. I, I understand, but it's in my they opinion, bastards, if but... one were to uh, to shoot then, you know, it, it, there's I, – I do think there's a time to, to shoot. I think that if your nation is invaded by a Mongol horde, uh, perhaps that's the time. And by Mongol horde, I don't mean the actual Mongolian horde that invaded nations because, mm-hmm. honestly, they really only went after the governments and the uh, the armies. Hmm. But, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, if there's this this fictitious situation where, you know, w- women and children are being harmed and, and uh, cities are being sacked, that kind of thing, yeah, it might be time to pick up a gun and uh, and defend one's uh, one's property, one uh, you know, one's friends' properties, things like in, that. In that case, Mark, you would be
0: okay because your fellow man would, or your fellow countrymen would not look at you as a criminal in that particular case right. because the invading horde would not have the legitimacy that the horde with the badges and the guns does. Right. So there's not really that much of a difference except this particular invasion force has successfully invaded, taken over, brainwashed and indoctrinated the masses into believing that they need them there in order to extract their wealth and their obedience from them. Uh, so if you are to be critical or, worse, be violent toward uh, the government people, then right. they will crack but- down a Upon you so and, I'm only and saying, and your fellow that people will blame you as the bad guy. There's
1: time to use weapons, and I don't think that that is. Th- this is the time. But
0: it's it's not a it's there's. I can't see a time in which. And any point of the near future, that there would ever be a time to use weapons against the people calling themselves the government, because they have legitimacy, and using weapons against them will just destroy any legitimacy you've created for yourself. I concur and, with that, and, and boost their legitimacy. Right, and and, I'm only, I, and I know you only, concur that. Only I'm using saying.
1: the quote as as an example, and um, you know, I I, I think that uh, it, it it can be very difficult for people to decide. Well, what is it that I do? I you and I didn't have very many solutions throughout the years we've been doing the show for what 7 years now going on 7 years it's been on, a long yeah. time and you know, vote libertarian. I mean, <laughs> what was our solution prior to finding the Free State Project? We still have don't have much.
0: Yeah, that must have been it.
1: it. The Free State Project, and that's about it as far as our solutions go. Right. It's the one solution we believe in emphatically, um, and we make a pretty good case for it on this show. You may or may not agree with it, and likely, if you don't agree with it, you have your 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 own good reason, your own your own reasons, and uh, I I hope that they're actually. The reasons you're telling yourself are the actual reasons that you aren't coming. The Free
0: State Project is a concept that is designed to move thousands of liberty minded people all to the same geographic location. The location that was chosen was the state of New Hampshire. So people have been moving, in fact, hundreds of people have moved already from across the country even people from around the world are moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project so getting together in order to get active in a variety of different ways Uh, as we've seen there have been political actions that have been successful they stopped the the seatbelt legislation that was going to mandate that all adults wear seatbelts here in New Hampshire, still the only state without that law, it was stopped again this year by the activists on the the apolitical side the market-based activism, the civil disobedience there's lots of that going on, our friend Sam just got out of jail yesterday for engaging in Non-cooperation and civil disobedience, and we put out the word twenty-four hours ago that there was going to be a party for Sam here in Keene, New Hampshire, at a, a burrito place, Armadillo's Burritos on Main Street, mm-hmm. at six o'clock. And by six forty-nine ish, six forty-five when I when I left to come here to the studio, uh, when I left the party, there were thirty-six people there that I counted. Yeah. And so that's,
1: that's a big event. That's within twenty-four then, hours notice. Admittedly, it's not really activism, but it's intended to show. Um, how we can get together in this area, you can get together libertarians to do things, and they do. Yes. Um, and we're only going to get more efficient at it and uh, draw more people over time.
0: Right. Well, you get you'll get a better turnout if it's something where an activism event could actually uh, make a difference. You'll you'll have more people turn out. For instance, when Andrew Carroll, this is six months ago now, when he was holding the piece of marijuana in public. Who, by the way, he's in jail right now. Where it is he might be getting out tonight. When he was holding the marijuana in public, there were 46 people that turned out for that. And that was six months ago. So we have more people here today than we did back then. It's just a movement that just keeps growing and it keeps getting more exciting. And we love it. Anyway, 800-259-9231 is the number. You take control. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features, and we give them away. while those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites. Ours is free. So enjoy that at freetalklive.com. And once you've gotten done uh, getting your fill of Free Talk Live and uh, enjoying how free the site is, then consider ponying up 3 bucks a month to become part of the Free Talk Live amplifier program uh, amp stands for advertise market and promote and the idea is we take that $3 a month in reinvest it into the show and get on more radio stations around the country bring more internet listeners on board expose new people to the ideas of freedom so if that's valuable to you and you want some you want some perks you get a few perks too like access to the amp only call in lines chat room forum all the details are at amp.freetalklive.com that's amp.freetalklive.com. The back, perks make it all worth, worth it. Back to your calls and uh, another perk is that uh, Free Talk Live amplifiers, they kind of get the inside scoop on what's going on with the show. Mm. So they get a little bit more of the behind the scenes businessy stuff and It's our
1: Mouseketeers club.
0: And uh, and when there's something new for the for our listeners to try out the amplifiers, yeah, they're essentially, uh, they've got the privilege, if you will, of being our beta testers. Whether they want the privilege or not, I don't know. It's well, it's tough for them choose. I mean, yeah. It's not like I'm twi- twisting anybody's arm here. All right, so we continue with your calls. Dave is in Oregon, and you're on Free Talk Live. Dave. Dave, Oregon, going once. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Hi,
7: guys. Well, I was just a little disturbed last night at hearing Mark's attitude towards other people's c- civil disobedience, and, you know... Uh, his judgment of him I didn't think was too good
0: Oh, it's just more hand-wringing from the political side of things And, of course, Mark represents the politicos to some extent uh, Just, oh, you're do, doing damage to our movement oh, We'll never get anything done with <laughs> well, your politicos Well, you do have to
7: give Mark some credit I mean, he has been civil disobedient way in the past When he tried to help cover up somebody else's murder But you know, Well, that's
0: not civil disobedience, sir Please, please <laughs> Well, that was really I Had a
7: friend of mine murdered by some seventeen-year-olds that then covered it up for six months. You know, I don't really have a lot of respect for those kind of people. Uh, well, know,
1: first of all, Mark
0: is not would, the before, kind of people you he was on, back then. He's um, different today. You know,
1: I'll, I'll admit that uh, when I was seventeen years old, I, I, you know, I made some really bad choices. Um, yeah, but are you the same guy you were when you were seventeen? I mean, don't you learn from? Some not that sense? different. Okay, well oh, I'm sorry to hear I, that. I, I am. I mean, I, you know, life is entirely different. I'm very different from
0: when I was 17 years old. In fact, I'd say I'm quite different from when I was 23 years old. As what? Uh,
1: different,
7: but I'm not that different. Okay. I mean, that says the degree of like you know covering up somebody's murder, you know that you know is. You're that's, repeating that's yourself.
1: Waste. Yeah, you're repeating yourself. People know what. I, people so you know. you called in to attack Mark tonight. Is that is that no, the idea? No, no. Well, I just
7: thought it was since he was attacking other people's civil disobedience that was actually accomplishing something, and he kept well, saying that it wasn't.
1: No, no, no. I I didn't say that. I said, and what I was trying to do is hold people's feet to the fire. And well, maybe that's what I'm wait, doing. Wait, Let me finish. The what um what my intent is is to if you're going to claim the good things from your civil disobedience, like well I attracted like Ian for instance. Uh, claiming that he attracted Sam here. You have to claim the bad things, too. And why should I?
7: Unintended well, consequences are always going to happen in any action.
0: Why right? should I have to claim the bad things that happen? I don't even pay attention to the bad things that happen. There's no point in me uh, in me uh, dwelling on whatever bad things that happen. Sure, whenever somebody There's does...
1: more effective and less effective
0: civil No, experience. the
7: thing is that what Ian did there and what Sam did there and some of the other ones, those are the things that make me want to move there. Then move. When I hear somebody just being all namby-pamby. Oh, no, that's not good enough. You shouldn't have done that. It's like, oh, wow, well, I don't think i want to be part of that.
1: Uh, Dave... What I, all I said was, and this is what started it, and this is, um, it, it just goes to show how people can get uh, centered on their philosophy and not even look at the outside world. All I'm saying is there's good reasons to go to jail for civil disobedience, and there's bad reasons. That is all I said, and Ian went off because he can't. No, that
7: wasn't exactly all of that, that was, was good, all of so. it to
1: start. Then he wanted to goad, 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 so I started giving examples. Of what I thought was But ret- yeah, are no giving him crap for
7: trying to, for, because he got out early. And I remember how upset you were when he was in there. You were practically crying that night he was in jail.
1: Absolutely, I didn't want Ian to be in jail. I didn't think that well, his even don't give him crap for getting out. I look, man, I've given crap for going in. That's where I think he made his mistake. Yeah, but I don't feel like it wasn't... wasn't
7: his choice, though, either. Absolutely. Was it? it was. It, it was not a in mistake. There, I don't
1: agree with your system. Blah, blah, blah. I'm you know, not going to. He he was uh, he he was intending. I'm doing this under duress. You know, he could have been entirely different in there. Yeah, yeah I could have been entirely be obedient. Defeated. You I, could have, have, I could, you could have been like everybody
0: else. Right. I could have been like everybody else, bowed down
1: and been completely
0: obedient, and that was not my intention. You could have walked out of there a big man with a real success. That was not my intention. It was your, <laughs> yes. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mark. You're defining success. I get to define what was successful for me. Right. Thank I you, to, and, I don't I want your this, definition. and I get to define it for me. Right. But what you're trying to do is say that, well, your definition of success should be important to me, and it's not. I get to look at what I think is important, and I get to judge my actions, and I don't really care what you think, Mark.
1: Fine. Okay. But all I'm and all and and my opinion is completely valid in of itself. I say there's sure good civil disobedience, bad civil disobedience, effective, less effective, more effective. I'll and agree with you. I'll be the one who gets to judge that. And I think for that me.
0: Sam was more effective than I think Sam's was more effective than. And mine. we
1: agree on that.
0: Okay. So uh, so we agree there. And uh, and uh, there are certainly some that are more effective than others. But for each individual, they make their choices and then and then they live with it. There's no point in focusing on the negative fall out that comes from these things there's You've no got to point fight in...
7: the little things too hmm? you can't just let every little thing slide by that's not big enough
1: you know um i i don't agree with the with the way Ian uh the issue that ian handled but i do think that he could have handled the the issue a lot better everybody's got their critique mark well, i sure. understand that
7: especially in hindsight
0: you can see how it could be handled all better, i have to absolutely. say to you critics all i have to say to you critics is you come here and you show us how it's done OK, you I agree. say you say I, you know I, how to handle it the best way, set the example and show everybody how the best way to do it is. And, of course, once you do that, then you'll start getting critics saying, well, you could have done it better this way. And maybe they'll, maybe you'll agree with the critics and maybe you won't. And maybe it all doesn't really even matter anyways, because we're all going to do what we think is best.
4: OK,
7: I just want to thank the people that are there in New Hampshire that do support the civil disobedience, do support the people in jail and, and help make it a little better for them and help make it easier to actually do that there.
0: You know, just to go back to your critique of Mark, uh, Dave, because I'm glad you appreciate that, but I think that you're being a little too harsh toward Mark about his past. Uh, As Mark has admitted, he fell in with the wrong crowd. He was doing things that uh, probably he shouldn't have been doing. But the night that uh, the the murder happened, you didn't know, Mark, that your buddy at the time, this scumbag who ended up getting murdered himself. I didn't know the
1: circumstances as to why all of this happened.
0: You didn't know he was going there to kill somebody. No. So what happened was, it was some sort of drug thing? Like yeah, you were... no,
1: the same thing happened to a friend
7: of mine. And then the other three creeps helped cover it up for months. You, but you make it, it
0: sound like Mark was happy to help cover this up. I this guy is a killer. He just killed right. somebody and in front of him. What remember... would you do if a, somebody kills someone in front of you and says you know, they might kill you
1: if you don't help them uh, do what they need you to do? And don't forget, Dave, um, that in dealing with the police, you are uh, you're facing a very real danger of going to jail for something you didn't do. Um, And what you want to do is get away from What's that?
7: How'd that work out for
1: you? I ended up going to jail for something I didn't do. I mean, they they charged me with a murder. I didn't kill anyone. Under the state laws, you know, that's that's the case. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you can go to jail without killing anyone for murder. Yeah, that's true. Thanks, Dave, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. And as far as not supporting uh, civil disobedience and, uh, uh, you know, not supporting Sam, simply not true. Out in my yard, there was a giant sign that said free Sam. Oh, I know. It was a great sign. Uh, did I say you didn't support Sam? No, that uh, Dave was uh, thanking oh, okay. the people who do as though I didn't. And it's not true. I understand if he's upset, that's fine um, i hope that he can take away from my critique some uh, some good stuff and be able to you know when he does move here be able to do civil disobedience effectively i think that there I think the people there's that things uh, to have learned here and if you don't point out the things that we have uh that, that there are to learn you won't learn them
0: yeah i understand that mark but i think that when uh, people who have not engaged in civil disobedience critique people who have engaged in civil disobedience it really uh it just doesn't come with a lot of credibility. Okay. So if Lauren Canario were to come to me and and say what she thought I should do better next time, I'd take her uh, suggestions and critique a hell of a lot more seriously than I would anybody else who hasn't done something similar, who hasn't ever tried to say no uh, to the police or say no to the system. Whether, whether they broke down uh, within an hour or whether they broke down 25 days later, I think that anybody has anybody that has gone through some civil disobedience and non-cooperation has much better point to speak from than anybody who is just sitting on the sidelines in the peanut gallery. Hey, I would have done this this way if
1: I were you. Well, you're not me, and you haven't done anything. So how about you just shut up until well, you, you do? By, by that point, you're, what you're suggesting, and um, what that point suggests is that, that the only kind of activism that counts then is civil disobedient activism, and, and it's just wrong. Well, how did I suggest that? Well, because the only uh, the only critique that you consider valid is a I didn't
0: say it was completely invalid,
1: I just said it's a lot more valid. Right. Well i but, but y- y-
0: like that's the- a caca- I just hear a cacophony of a bunch of people saying rah, 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 rah you haven't done anything like Sam has done or Lauren Canario has done or I have done I didn't done. critique Sam. So I'm not talking about you. I mean you those you said, of you, you who uh, those of you who are critiquing you did critique uh, Lauren and you did critique me and you did critique Russell Canning and
1: uh, you know, at the very least, um, Lauren and Russell to your... started. You know, like I, I can understand mistakes being made in the future. I just, you know, I, I, I want to point things out. You're entitled to your critique, Mark.
8: Thank you very much. Hour two's coming up. You bring up anything. This is free talk live. This is Free
0: Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Uh, so we're going to continue here taking your calls about whatever you want. And we'll start with Steve in Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live. Steve. Steve? Uh, you mean Dave? I guess it's Dave in Nevada. You're on the air. What's on your mind?
9: <laughs> I can be Steve if you want. Um, so uh, last week you guys were talking about the whole gay marriage thing. And um, one of you brought up uh, the question, like, why, why are the people that are so anti-gay marriage um, – you know what what is you know what what is their reasoning what's going on and um i think i might have a pseudo answer um
0: outside of bigotry
9: yes outside outside of bigotry okay um both of uh, uh my, my in-laws uh, my wife's parents they're they're pretty hardcore bible thumpers mm. and they were out here visiting uh, a few weeks ago and i got into a conversation with uh, my mother-in-law about you know, the whole gay marriage thing, you know, talking about hope, the whole Prop 8 issue that uh, uh, passed in California. And, you know, I was basically saying, you know, look, why why would you want to deny someone, even though the government shouldn't be involved in marriage, why would you want to deny someone something that I think is right, and, and why would you want people to not be happy? And it, it really boils down to, I think, that these religious types really believe so much that, you know, the Bible says that, You know, a homosexual relationship is abomination against God. Well, that's what it is. That's what it is. And it doesn't matter uh, if it's a violation of your rights or if it keeps you from being happy. If you're gay, you're against God. And um, they, you know, don't want to admit that, that, you know, that could be wrong or that's not – you know, so the um, idea is that
0: by uh, by legalizing gay marriage, that that's essentially sort of a slap in in God's face. Is that the idea?
9: Basically, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's basically the gist of it. And um, you know, the, at least my my mother in law made the point to say, look, you know, I'm not going to judge someone on their lifestyle. On their lifestyle, I'm not going to say, hey, you're wrong. You're going to hell for that. You know, that's that. You sh-. But you
0: She's know, not? most
1: sounds least, like she. Yeah, might I know. Be. Well, well, they, they I mean, don't want to give the stamp of uh, of, of the government's approval because the government is all the people and and what they think is right. So they don't want to give that stamp of approval of marriage. But you know, if the two uh, gay guys want to live in the same house and do whatever and, and pretend to be married, that's fine, right? Exactly. Yeah. She she's
9: it, it's her position that it's she's not going to judge someone's lifestyle, but but you know if if uh, she feels that it's wrong or against God. You know, that, that's her personal belief, but she's not gonna go up to them and start preaching to them and telling them that you know, they need to change their ways or they're going to hell
1: or anything like that. Right. Um, it's a fundamental um, different look at the government as though the government is there to do, to uh, uh, reward what's right and punish what's wrong. Um, and even though she doesn't have the guts uh, as really as as far as it goes to, to punish uh, people that, you know, ostracize or punish people in whatever way that she feels is necessary for being wrong, she is willing to use the force of the state. Whereas a libertarian philosophy would be um, you know, the, as long as somebody's, you, you don't want to employ the state unless you absolutely have to, and then of course the voluntarist would be that you know you don't want anybody to have to do anything that they don't voluntarily consent to.
9: Yeah, I I, I pointed that exact point out to her that like you know I said look you know if you're, you, you say this but yeah, you're, you're willing to use the state to get what you want you know you're trying to use them to legislate your morality, and you know so that's you know that's not right you know but uh, but they're 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 just so. You know, this is why. This is what I believe. No one's yep. gonna change my mind, and, and but- that's that. The Bible is the word of God.
1: Yeah. Sure, and and the the thing is, is that people that that believe what you're talking about really do look at sin. From what I can tell, uh, they look at uh, homosexuality as a sin above a sin, because there's all kinds of sins out there that are legal that you don't hear the Christians, um, you know, making fusses about or anything like that. You know, Christians will allow Cutting gambling, uh, or something? Uh, living, uh, living uh, adultery, living in sin. You don't come on. How many states have a problem with uh, two unmarried uh, people of the opposite sex? Living together, there are laws against it. I think in some places there there may very well be. They're certainly not enforced, and you don't hear the Christians making near the fuss about it that they yeah. do about uh, gay marriage. They you know gay marriage is a is a hot button issue, and it's hot because people hate gays. Any other thoughts? I don't
10: hate
9: gays,
1: Dave. Well, I don't know hate gays. Some people, people do. Some people hate gays.
9: Uh, well, uh, yeah, well, if, if I were gay, Mark, I'd go gay for you. You are Thank one you. handsome man.
0: Ooh, he <laughs> is a hunk. Thank you, Dave, for the call. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. So, Mark, you and I were looking up uh, during the news break the definition of a mistake, because I said I didn't think I made a mistake in the, uh, the whole situation with the couch and going to jail for what was supposed to be 93 days turned out to be three after I uh, begged for mercy. And I said I didn't think I'd really made a mistake. I felt like I made the right choices based on my knowledge at the time. Right. And, and you and said, then I that said in,
1: in retrospect. Right. It would it now looking at it would you have done things differently? And sure. And, and you would. And I think that some things by that definition um, you know having more knowledge would be and then you know acting differently would would, would be a mistake, that you could define it as a mistake. Not that I the entire thing is a mistake, and maybe that's where I wasn't communicating well. Maybe. Is I, maybe. I'm, I'm not saying the I, whole thing was a mistake. But what I think is interesting in is that there are diff, it, whoever it is that's looking at
0: my situation, mm-hmm. or Sam's situation, or Lauren, or any of these other people that have done civil disobedience, Andrew Carroll... There are several dis- different aspects, right? There are choices that are made at many, many yep. different junctures. And so what I think might have been the right choice, other people look at and say that was a mistake. So you're looking at my situation and now you're clarifying, you're saying, well the whole thing wasn't what it wasn't oh, a mistake. At the
1: time I thought it was, and that's you did. a mistake. Now, well, at the, at the time, I thought uh, you know, work, getting all worked up about a piece of garbage on your lawn was ah. uh, was a mistake. However, but Julia
0: supported me, so right, right so right. sure. So, so but there's... now
1: looking in retrospect, I see that there could have been that you could have you know got the publicity that you got on it, and um, you know made a point and walked away looking like a, a hero if you would have called uh, Michaela to the stand and uh, you know gone gone about it and and basically asked you know gotten her to ask you to remove the couch. And I think there it were... would have been very easy.
0: I think as far as uh, mistakes that might have been made that I could uh, to cop to would have been sort of the procedural things, especially after the fact that I'd already been arrested, uh, going back in the back room and, and having this secret tribunal thing that they had for me. Uh, there were definitely some things I could have done differently had I known more about the, uh, the legal system and all of that. Clearly, I was uh, pretty ignorant about that. Um, But nonetheless, looking at it from a variety of different perspectives, different people from their different perspectives are going to see me making different mistakes. Some people are going to say, man, you did the absolute right thing in this and this and this area, but you made a mistake here and here. And another person coming from a different perspective could say the exact opposite. Well, you did the right thing here and there, but you made a mistake over here. And so really when you get all of this input from people that are surrounding you and they're all saying different things you really just have to make your own decisions as to what was right for you and what was wrong
1: sure and you um what what you did is you chose to you know try some of that uh i don't even know what it's called the you know the i not not taking the offers of the courts or um, yeah, standing as a sovereign and not consenting. Right. The, the, the sovereign citizen, the system. Um, you know, idea. And you tried to tried some of that out and, and it failed. It failed. Inserably. And you, so therefore you took some, you know, basically some bad advice. And I think that that's a it's a good analogy that perhaps uh, Dave was alluding to in his call. The guy from I don't know that in the, the I also tried to have his murder. Wait. Um, it, but like, you know, I got some bad information too. ended up making a mistake. And I, maybe maybe he was trying to make an analogy there.
0: Well, and uh, and I also tried to remain silent and in many of the cases. When I was in the secret tribunal, you can hear the audio. It was posted a long time ago over at freekeen.com. But uh, when I was in the secret tribunal area and the judge was asking me questions and I was not answering them, uh, that was something that got me contempt of court charges. Yeah. So remaining, you don't have the right to remain silent. <laughs> you don't apparently have the right to remain silent, and you must understand what he says to you, or else you you'll go to jail. So was that a mistake? No, I still feel like I was in the in the right there. But some people would say, well, that you know that was a mistake. So it's it could just go on forever. Just the the critique of what people have to say well, just could go, go on forever. On forever. And, 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 and I, and you, there's you you no need point to get in ruining. You can on get out, out of
1: it right and move on and move on. And exactly. that's all I'm saying. You know. And <laughs> I've moved on a long time ago. And, and, and all I said at that, that, you know, at that time was, look, I think that there's more effective and less effective reasons for uh, going to jail. There's good reasons and bad reasons, and you know, don't just Let run tell off you, to Mark, jail for liberty.
0: When you decide to go and do your civil disobedience with uh, wearing the gun into the, the police chief's office, which I think is a great that would idea, that be civil
1: disobedience of a felony you'll nature.
0: You'll have my support no matter what you decide to do. Thanks.
1: All right, eight hundred two five nine
0: ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL C A I toll free line, and this is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, just go to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list for free. That's updates. Dot FreeTalkLive.com sent out an update this afternoon letting you know that we've got another banner auction going on, the fourth banner on the website, which just varies wildly in the amount of money that it will pull. I mean, The, the fourth I, banner specifically? Uh,
2: banners well, in general?
0: Banners in general, but the fourth banner has been all over the place recently. It's been as low as 25 bucks and as high as 170 uh, dollar. So where this one will stop, I do not know. Uh, but you're welcome to place your bid. Bidding started at a dollar. I don't know where it's at right now, but it just started this afternoon. So it's probably not very high. You'll get an entire uh, month's worth of advertising on FreetalkLive.com, and you can advertise virtually anything. I mean, I reserve the right to refuse uh, if or for whatever reason I don't think it's tasteful, uh, which. I think a lot of things uh, qualify. So it's very very unlikely you will be disqualified unless you're like some sort of hate site or something like that. I have had to disqualify one site the entire time we've been doing this. But go to auction.freetalklive.com if you want to place your bid on that. That's auction.freetalklive.com. So Mark, let's uh let's go back to something uh, a little bit more upbeat. Let's talk about the 50 things that everybody should know. It's a we're list that we've never. This. I don't know if we'll ever get through this list. <laughs> well, but it's you a good list. Them. It is a good list, there, and it's mostly good stuff. Though I don't know about the website that's hosting it, RightwingNews.com. That sounds scary to me. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, find the diamonds where you can find them, right? Uh, so here they are, and we will continue uh, picking up. I think where we where right around where we left off, which is number 30. When you're 18, you worry about what everybody's thinking of you. When you're 40, you don't give a darn about what anybody thinks of you. Not really, no. When you're 60, you realize nobody's been thinking about you at all. Bummer. It's kind of a sad one. That's That wasn't really an upper at all. Well, it. I, I think I, I think that there's some truth to it. Maybe for a lot of people that are 60, maybe when you are retiring, you are cutting your yourself out of the life you've created for yourself
1: and uh, creating this... This very insular, in many cases, it, life. It reminds uh, me of that, um, the "Cats in the Cradle" song, you know, where the uh, the father worked really hard and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, to support his family. I'm sure for the best of reasons, he mm-hmm. worked very hard to support his family. But then, you know, when his son grows up, but he and, didn't have time to spend with his son right, Is what it was. When his son grows up, he, you know, he wants to spend time with his son. His son doesn't ha- hasn't been in, exposed to his dad very much, and uh, you know, his, <laughs> hasn't grown a life around the idea of, of spending much time with his dad or his family. And so he's off busy doing his own. Things and his dad doesn't get much, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't uh, spend much time with his son or his grandchildren. You
0: reap what you sow is yeah. uh, is the message there. Uh, so I think for a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, that's probably true. I, I just. Whenever I see people that are retired and that are just basically, even though they have the ability to do things, are are choosing to sit around and, and watch TV all day or something like that. And I don't know how often this happens with uh, with people that retire. But the whole idea of retirement is it's just an idea I just don't understand. I mean, well, it, it's I guess it's only for people that hate what they do, right? If if you if you do if you dislike your chosen path in life. Then and you and you continue on with a with a path that you dislike, you continue on working in a career that uh, that does not please you inside. I mean, it might give you a paycheck and that might help keep food on the table. I understand that. But if it's not pleasing to you what you're doing, then it would make sense that when you turn 65, you would want to quit. Right. Uh, I just feel sad about those people. I remember my my ex-girlfriend, we would go over to her grandparents. They live down in uh, Venice, Florida, in a, in a trailer park, as a lot of people do. And it's not because they're poor – it's not why they were living in a trailer – uh, it's it wasn't a, an ugly trailer park or
1: anything like that. No, it was one and, of those... in the uh, in Florida they have these trailer parks, unlike any other trailer parks where the old <laughs> people live in these uh, triple wides uh, with you know just a little bit of grass around them, just to keep the just to keep costs down basically. Right, and and the it's idea. you know they they tend to be well manicured. These people yeah. take their uh, their trailers very very seriously. Yeah, they are very
0: you know nice folks, uh, but I never saw them really doing anything more than just kind of vegging out and. And it just made me so sad and and as far as uh, people thinking about them, sure their immediate family thinks about them, but how many of the other people in their in their lives that they uh, that they have touched are still thinking about them at that at that time i i I say you need to follow your heart and do what makes you happy that way when you turn sixty five or seventy, you still want to be doing things that uh, that please you i i can 't imagine ever not wanting to do what i 'm doing right now i mean maybe i 'm not always going to host free talk live I mean this is a show that 's designed that anybody can host it. Uh, Maybe I'll run the the Liberty Radio Network, or who knows? I mean, there's a lot of time ahead of me, but I'll always pursue what it is that I'm most interested in, and I can't ever see myself just saying, oh, okay, I'm old enough now, I'm going to stop and take up gardening. But if that's what's right for you, then by all means. 800-259-9231 for your comments. Number 31 on the list of 50 things you should know. Trust your instincts. They're usually right. This is one of those things that they they kinda taught you in school to some extent. One of those one of those good little nuggets I got out of school was when you're taking – they always said when you're taking a test and you think you you, you have an instinctual belief as what the answer is and then you second guess yourself, you should always go with the instinctual belief as far as what you thought the answer was.
1: Okay. I don't know. When you're guessing, you're guessing. Well, right, but it, but it, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, I see where you're coming from, Mark. But I have heard that advice, and I, I you know, sometimes I, I think something's right, and then I realize, holy crap, that's wrong. You know, <laughs> so I sometimes you said, but usually it's, are it's, they it's right? It's a hard rule to to apply. Yeah. I I I see definitely. You can look at that and say, well, yeah, that's darn true sometimes. But I, it's a hard rule to apply. Sometimes your first guess stinks. That's a good point.
0: Number 32, if you think a doctor is wrong, don't hesitate to ask for a second opinion. Certainly, uh, second opinions are a good idea. Or third, your health is vitally important and doctors make mistakes just as often as anyone else. I think we're programmed in this society to believe that doctors are superhuman. Uh, anybody
1: with a title or, you know a, you know, a great deal of education or something like that is, you know, somehow an expert and you're supposed to, you know, listen to the expert. Well, they, they probably know a little more than you do, uh,
0: but just because they're a doctor doesn't make them particularly insightful, more so than any other doctor or any other human being necessarily.
1: And I think that you have a special, you know, you're hopefully in tune with your body and have some, uh, you know, good ideas about what's going on with it. So you, you definitely have feedback and, and shouldn't just take what the doctor says.
0: And and it's true that the, fact. a lot of doctors they're good folks and they want to do what's right for you and they want to, they want to help you but they uh, many of them within the medical profession have been programmed to have this sort of canned uh, medical response that completely obliterates any other alternative options and I'm talking about alternative therapies and some people are going to say well most of that's quackery maybe it is I think some of the uh, the medical profession is quackery
1: I'll tell you what um the you say what you want uh, my my wife got these. Bovine extract pills. God knows what they were for. Um, but, you know, we were, the cat had some kind of skin thing going mm-hmm. on. And, uh, so she, you know, looked it up on, on the interwebs and found out that it could be some. You know, immune reaction, and sure enough, these bovine extractors are supposed to help with that. Um, of course, the cat doesn't mind eating something that's taken from, uh, you know, the livers and kidneys of uh, of cows, okay. um, and you know, sprinkle it on the food. Sure enough, the cat's uh, rash healed up. This cat has had this rash for a very long time, hmm. and
0: uh, and you couldn't tell the cat it was going to work for him. Right? So, placebo this, effect doesn't work with cats. It's placebo
1: with the cat. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying that every uh, every one of these uh, snake oil. Uh, sort of things works but some of them do
0: absolutely well 1-800-259-9231 that's the SACL CAI toll free line i think it's important to remind people that doctors are just people too in the same way that cops are just people too politicians and all of those folks 800-259-9231 more tips for your life and your calls about anything free talk live
2: Are you an active Free Stater living in New Hampshire? Are you and your family moving to New Hampshire in the near future? A new web series about the Free State Project is currently casting. Interested? Send us a short video about yourself. Tell us what you're doing or planning on doing to achieve liberty in your lifetime. Show us what makes you interesting. Upload your video to YouTube and send the link to fspwebseries at gmail.com. Don't have a video camera? Ask about other submission options. fspwebseries at gmail.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got live streams and that includes a broadband version, a dial-up version, even a webcam version
1: of the show, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. Listen whenever or wherever you want, uh, just like a pod just like the podcast you're listening to now if you're listening to the podcast. Audible has over 60,000 titles to choose from every genre. Audible has it covered. You go over there and get a free audi- free audiobook today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL one eight hundred
0: two we are talking about the 50 things that everybody should know. These are great tips, most of them great tips. Some of them deserve uh, uh, some extended discussion, uh, but good ideas here for helping make your life just that much better. So we've been uh, just trudging through these over the last several weeks on the show. I guess it's not really trudging. It's uh, We've been slowly moving through them because a lot of these uh, deserve some... some Steadily. Yes, steadily. A lot of these deserve some real in-depth discussion, and uh, we're going to get uh, continue with the list here. If you want to jump in and add your thoughts or add your ideas, you're certainly welcome to, or change the topic entirely, bring up whatever is on your mind. Uh, as, as I said, we've stopped down a number of times while doing this, so there's no reason why we won't stop down if uh, somebody else calls in with something else. 1-800-259-9231. Otherwise, we continue at number 33. Don't ever say anything that may offend someone who's going to serve you food. You never know what they may stick in it when you're not looking. And this is so true. Uh, And we have had the stories on this radio show from people that have worked in food service that have... It seems like almost everybody's seen it. If if you've worked in food service, you have seen someone's food get spat in, or worse. Now, spitting's usually the preferred method of tainting someone's uh, food. It's quick Yeah, it's quick, it's easy, it's relatively uh, easy simple to conceal, and it happens a lot. So it's not that uh, saliva is particularly dangerous to the person, it's just just, more of an F you kind of thing. And indeed, if you are rude at a cash register, if you are rude to a server, if you are just, just rude in general to the people that are serving you food, odds are good someone's going to do something to you. And you'll probably never know it. Uh, so we continue here. Number 34, if you get into a business deal with someone who goes to unusual lengths to convince you of how honest or how Christian they are, watch your wallet and make sure you have an ironclad contract. They doth protest too much. You ever seen that, Mark, with the
1: people that put the little Jesus fish on their uh, their business ads and things like that? You know, I haven't had any uh, uh, particular relations uh, with it. I, I, um... I... I'd like to say I don't pay attention to it at all, but honestly, if I do see the Jesus fish on an ad, it usually I I, I have a tendency to steer away, hmm. mainly because I'm hurt and scarred by the uh, <laughs> you know the Christian religion that I um, you know participated in when I was younger, and for some reason I want to uh, project that on somebody else, but you know I. It also kind of scares me. Like, why, why, why is it that we're doing this? You know, so I don't know. I feel that it uh, it's, it sort of perpetuates that victim mentality that uh, Christians uh, have a tendency to have, as though they're being uh, persecuted, as as if uh, Christians have uh, you know really been persecuted since the third century. Um, I don't know. I just I, I don't like seeing the fish, and it. it kind of turns me off when I see it. Number 35, and I've never heard this quote before, but I really like it. You are the
0: average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's the most concise way, I think, of of restating something that I've always said, and this is something that I've I've lived by uh, most of my adult life, and that is that that my version of saying it was that the people that you associate with will either bring you up or bring you down. So if you spend your time with uh, people that are trash, then you're going to be trash. And if you spend your time with people that are successful and uh, you know upwardly mobile and positive, then you're going to be those things. You'll be much more likely
1: to be those things. Have you seen this? Absolutely true. You you, you know, you are what you surround yourself with and that includes uh, friends and um, you know, it's one of the reasons I like those little uh, what are those inspirational pictures they put on the wall? Uh, those inspirational pictures. Yeah, I, I love those things, and I think I think that you're what you feed yourself. You know, yeah. it, it's uh, I, it was it was uh, described to me in the past, I believe, in uh, you know, in my more Christian days, is uh, you know, there's a there's a battle with the in, inside of you going on between the white dog and the black dog, and the dog that's gonna win is the dog you feed. Yeah. So you if, choose every if time. You, if you feed the white dog, you know the white dog wins. And I, uh, I, you know, I think it's it's just very true.
0: I think that's one of the most important things. The people that you choose to spend your time with are one of the most critical influences in your life. You could say, "Oh, I'm influencing them," and that's true. But you get the choice of who to spend time with. So choose wisely. Number thirty-six. If you want to do something exceptional, don't expect anyone to believe that you can do it until you've done it. Unless you already perceived, unless you are already perceived as exceptional, most people won't believe in you. That's doubly true for the people who know you best and have therefore seen you at your most mediocre, like your parents, family, and friends.
1: Hmm. I kind of wonder about this. I mean, uh, you, you can always find naysayers, but you can always find people who support you too. Um, I guess if you if you think you're going to be exceptional, you know, world class or something like that. I mean. I (laughs) I guess I'm just saying don't
0: go out there and brag about how great you're going to be. Go out and prove that you're great.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Number 37, if you don't feel like you're being treated fairly by a company, don't hesitate to ask for a manager. Oftentimes the manager has gotten to where he is in a company because he's good at pleasing customers like you in the first place, though that's certainly not always the case, as they say oftentimes. Sometimes it amazes me, some of the stories I hear from people in the working world as far as how incompetent uh, management can be. It just blows me away, and of course the regular employees can be quite incompetent as well.
1: But and I think that the atmosphere of a particular business matters greatly. Um, if you if something can happen at a business where it turns into a negative sort of place, complaining and and uh, you know blaming things and all that stuff, and I think you know it's just it's a it's a really negative uh, atmosphere, and, and it, it it does not promote good customer service. I also think that it's important to be
0: a good customer. If you are going to, if you have a problem, if there's something wrong, whether you're a restaurant or some other service-oriented business, or the product is wrong, whatever it is it's, that has gone wrong, it's uh, there's a if there's a clear problem, I think that there is uh, there's a certain way to approach that situation with uh, an, an amount of tact that is going to. Uh, immediately identify you as a reasonable customer, not some hothead, angry SOB that just wants to shout and yell at people because there are a wide variety of yeah, customers no of those people. that have problems. And if you're just going to yell at some manager or some poor employee that made a mistake or something like that, then they're just going to shut off to you. I mean, they might give you a free coupon or whatever just because they have to to get you out the, the hell out of the door, uh, but that's not the way to approach that situation it's always good to treat people like people and i think that there's this attitude and if you've ever worked in retail if you've ever worked in service you've seen it uh the, this attitude from the customer that they're better than you and that you're just some sort of uh, mm. lowly surf and that you're here to serve them and to, and to do every single thing that they want you to do. And if you don't do every single thing they want you to do the way they demand it, even if their demands are absolutely absurd and ludicrous, then they see fit to lose their mind <laughs> and to just go off and act like Miss High and Mighty. And that doesn't do anything for the customer. It really doesn't do anything for the angry customer. It just makes the uh, the employees... Talk about you when you leave, mm-hmm. and and just uh, just absolutely completely disrespect you, and they'll remember you the next time you come in. If you if you come in again, I think there's a certain level of uh, of approach, and I think that Dale Carnegie might be a good book to uh, to turn to how to win fr- uh, how to win friends and influence people yeah. uh, to to basic to get the basic idea of go ahead and, and if you can put a compliment out there first before you get into the critique. Uh, and, and I know that it can be—it can be tough to do that. At the very least, you should be nice and calm about it. I mean, even if they botched it up so badly, you know, if you're sitting at a restaurant and the the whole meal is awful. You know they botched it up real bad. You can still be calm and collected about it. And look, I'm I'm sorry to, to bother you about this, miss, but uh, whatever your name is, uh, get get her name, call her by name, or the the server, call the server by name. Uh, Always a good
1: idea to call anybody by name.
0: I agree. Yeah, I, I I make a point of calling cashiers by their name. They're wearing that name tag for a reason. When uh when you call somebody by their name, that's in one of those lowly service positions, for lack of a better term, it makes you an outstanding customer because nobody does. That They stand there all day long, ringing people through their register or run around a restaurant all day long, dealing with people and getting very, very little respect from some of them. And if somebody just calls them by their first name, it stops them in their tracks. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll free to one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And all the features on the site, they are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com if you enjoy this program. And you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at Amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link, and a percentage of your purchase will go to benefit Free Talk Live. It's that simple. You shop, get the things that you need for life, even buy used items if you need to save a few bucks, free super super saver shipping on a whole lot of their new items as well to save you even more. Go to Amazon.freetalklive.com and get your shopping done. We're going to continue here in a moment the 50 things that uh, you should know, help your life out a little bit, some good tips Uh, But we're going to continue taking your calls. Let's go to Chuck in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Chuck.
11: Chuck. Oh, I have one of 50 things that people should know, but it's a little bit political in nature. Do you want that?
0: By all means, Chuck. Go ahead.
11: Or would you like just the kind that you've been getting?
0: I want whatever you want to give me, Chuck. Please.
11: Okay, I'll give you two then.
0: Please. Go ahead. First
11: of all, there's a thing called the interview sandwich. You start off by saying something nice, and then you tell the person what you wanted to complain to them about. And then you end it with something nice.
0: Yeah, that's you know, a, the, always, a good, uh, it's always a good approach. If you've got a critique, find something nice to say first before you critique. Right. Uh, it's, otherwise, it, it'll, also, it won't be listened to.
11: And also end it with something nice so that it's a sandwich.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. The
11: interview sandwich.
0: Give me number two. Uh,
11: the thing that I actually wanted to call and say that what everybody should know is they should know the meaning of left-wing and right-wing and not to confuse it with liberal and conservative.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Because
11: uh. they are no longer synonymous.
1: I, 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 don't, I don't know this. You need to tell me because I considered left-wing, well, right-wing synonymous. Well,
11: left-wing is, an, is a person who advocates more government, and a right-wing person is a person who advocates less
0: government. That doesn't, so seem, con- ad, that doesn't seem accurate, though. I mean, the people that call themselves right-wing uh, are advocating more government. They're advocating I military call, spending and all kinds of
1: other government things.
11: I call myself young and handsome. But that doesn't make me young and
1: handsome. Understood. Um, however, there's a, you know, there's a standard by which to judge a young and handsome. I, I question whether um, <laughs> this, uh, this uh, right left-wing and right-wing, like you might be, I think you, maybe you've defined left-wing and right-wing. That's what my concern is, is yeah. that you've defined no, left-wing no. and right-wing in, in those ways.
11: No, actually, uh, the problem is, is that other people have defined left-wing and right-wing. I know what it means.
1: Okay but I
0: don't want to try to redefine things I would not want to apply the term right wing to myself and then go around and explain to to everybody well no wait 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 that doesn't right. mean I'm like Rush Limbaugh
1: it means that I love freedom if if everybody no. in, Rush in, in Limbaugh America, is
0: not right wing
1: but but everyone thinks he is but but at this point that's what people think and right. if if 90 if, you know the english is a changing language let's assume that your it definition is? um your definition Okay let me ask you this question yes
11: How many gardeners would it take to say that grass is purple for you to start calling grass purple?
1: You know, the the fact is, if gardeners, uh, if people in general started calling grass purple, then over time grass would in fact be purple because that color that we would look at would be purple because you would have changed the definition of purple. Mm -hmm. I mean, at one point, gay meant happy. Now gay means homosexual. And that's just a fact. Somebody
11: had to start calling grass purple in order – somebody had to start calling – conservative right wing in order for there to be some confusion that took place
1: as as if well i'm, I'm just assuming what you say is true and i i don't I, I don't know that i necessarily do believe that but um would you would you agree that uh, the battle over the the terminology gay has uh, been lost and that uh, getting back the word gay its definition if you w- just no, do i don't
4: i don't think
11: that's important because uh, it's not a well, why is right wing important well because that's a roadmap.
0: No, it's not. It's just a term. For
11: for a person that gets early involved in the liberty movement, he needs to know exactly what he's talking about. I would not
0: to- want to qualify the liberty movement as being right or left wing because of the connotations that those terms have. I mean, it's 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 as it's an impossible task to try to rescue the term libertarian, and it ha- it hasn't really been How that about rude liberal. I mean, in uh, that's what right you, would
1: wing. Have, you would have called uh, Jefferson, who I would you know I would consider now a pretty good. Well,
11: this is part of the confusion is that that the word liberal and liberty are closely associated and conservative and right winger
0: but, but the associated. point that mark was making is that originally liberal right. was liberty oriented person that's what a classical right. liberal is but to trying to explain that to people is just it's a waste of time in my opinion because then you're going you're saying to somebody well i'm a liberal well that means that you support nationalized health care no no i'm a classical liberal
1: well okay then they're well, confused and then you right have to go now, and explain
11: right now tell me what does right wing mean
1: Right-wing, right now, essentially means a conservative.
0: When I hear right-wing, I think of somebody who wants to force their morality down my throat and uh, force their military down my throat. And, uh, and I'm not interested in adopting that term for myself or trying to rescue that term or anything like that because it is completely that – I think a lot of people have that particular conception of it. What's the point in trying to change that? What's the point, Chuck?
11: because historically you can you can draw a line to the accuracy of the phrase like then why instance, don't I just start adopting
0: liberal why don't I start calling myself liberal well, no no
11: there have been attempts there have been attempts to try to recapture liberal uh, walter block of the uh, von Mises institute has written several articles trying to reclaim some of the words that the left
0: has, has
1: how's that gone for him? well God bless him. I think that uh, he's going to be on the show by the, the way. The stuff that he he does is great. And if the reclaiming of the if they're talking about the reclaiming of the word in an article gets him a promotion and um that's one thing. However, I don't think that I'm going to be trying to uh, uh reclaim well, any of these. things. has friends. he rescued that word? Let me
11: just ask you. Let me no. just ask you one thing.
1: Yes. You yes, know sir. what
11: totalitarian means? That means total, right? That means
1: 100% they control government. Yeah, they try yes. to control everything. Total control.
11: Okay. And what does then an anarchy mean? Uh,
1: a lack without of Without control. Without, without, without government. Rules. And
11: what do libertarians call themselves?
0: Uh, uh, small government.
11: They call themselves miniarchists. Maybe. They call themselves anarcho-capitalists. Sometimes. And they call themselves believers in anarchy.
0: Some do. Those are I don't.
11: Exactly the opposite of totalitarians. I'm saying some. I'm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I,
11: I listened to one of your um, recorded shows yesterday and. You were talking about mini
0: Well, where are you going with that point? I mean, so some libertarians call no, no. themselves those things, so what?
11: Well, so what, the point that I'm making is that totalitarian is 100% government, and anarchy is 0% government, and that's the spectrum that we're talking about. When you get a conservative who wants to shove religion down your throat through the process of government, then he's not right wing. He's not calling for less government. He's calling
4: for more government.
0: By your definition, sir, he is not right wing. I do not agree with your definition. You're well, saying that in definition. your in your world, Chuck, no, you've always believed world. that right wing meant a certain thing and that right wing meant that you were for less government. But well, most is, of us did not grow up in that particular world, and we don't uh, live in that world today. And so, what you're saying to me is falling on deaf ears, my friend. There's no point in. in I think I, I what think I'm better at? off.
1: You know, often people will ask uh, this question when I when I talk to them about the the show. I, when I call people during the day, trying to get them to advertise. Well, you know, what's is it left or is it right? And I, I say, well, it's neither. Um, you you can't. We, you know, we don't fit on the left-right paradigm. Right. Um, you know, I would, left. I would or, consider us to be at the top of the paradigm, but I would consider there to be a uh, a second uh, axis you know like like in math you know in math when you have the, the graph you know instead of just left and right there's as as to what the government should control there's up and down as to how much the government should, should control so i would say we're at the top where we don't think the government should control very much at all i love that approach. In people's uh, uh lives i love that approach and chuck thanks for the call tonight
0: Uh, I I really like that approach, Mark, because then you aren't being boxed in by that right-left paradigm. You're essentially helping people expand their mind with that answer to say, well, they're asking you. They are in that paradigm, and they're asking you, are you on the right or are you on the left? Well, they they know what those things mean to them, right? But they don't know what it means when you say, "Well, I'm neither. I'm up here somewhere."
1: Right? I'll, then it
0: I, gets them to think. Huh?
1: I think, yeah, I have had it, uh, uh, you know, worked out a little better um, than than that, where I basically say the right and left paradigm is, you know, basically how people want to use the government against their um, friends and neighbors. Mm. Whereas, if you added another axis, you know, add, added another line to that in the opposite way, like an X Y axis, right. and you consider that line to be how much. Would people employ the government from you know at the top being uh, very little to none and at the bottom to being you know entirely? Then you could see how somebody could be you know could want more or less government and um, you know wanted to employ in different areas. And I would say that we fit at the top where we want very little government intervention. I'm feeling a little gay after that call. I think I'll go outside and have a fag. <laughs> now fag means a cigarette. That's a British term
0: uh, for cigarette. But- what the hell else would it mean? Well, apparently it would mean uh, a derogatory term for a, a homosexual.
1: You mean somebody's uh, hijacked that word, too?
0: They have. And, again, what's the point in trying to rescue it? It's changed. It's different. People have a, a, a conception as to what it means. And to try to, to enter into a campaign to change people's minds on that is not something that I find interesting in a, a way to spend my free time. One Sounds eight- like somebody's been uh, you know, treating you like a huckleberry. Oh, what's that one mean? I don't know. i like a dupe. Okay. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Hour number three is on the way. This is Free Talk Live.
12: SwissAmerica.com reports Wednesday gold prices steadied above 950 dollars an out despite a firmer dollar as stocks fell on Wall Street. Gold last traded down 50 cents to 954.10. Silver fell a nickel to 15.17. As confidence in the world's leading fiat currencies erode, gold's immutable role as the universally recognized alternative to paper money is plain for all to see. Gold's relevance as currency cannot be canceled, reports TheFool.com. More at SwissAmerica.com. Friend, this is Pat Boone for Swiss America. Let Swiss America help you get gold for safety, peace of mind, and growth without spending a dime. It's time to get inspired. Take the first step today. Ask for their free Golden Retirement Kit at $30 value. Thanks, Pat. Call toll-free 800-630-1496. That's 800-630-1496. 800-630-1496 today.
0: Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind as we launch here into the third hour of the program. 800-259-9231. That's the Sacle CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features there completely free of charge. So check it out at freetalklive.com. As we continue taking your phone calls about whatever's on your mind, we go to the Amp line, where Lauren Canario is with us, on the line out front of Cheshire County Jail. Lauren, what's going on?
10: Wow, we're, there's a giant crowd out in front of the jail. Andrew has been released, and uh, there's about 40 people with signs yelling freedom at the jail.
0: And nice. It's pretty exciting. Are there torches?
10: I might need to leave you in a few minutes. So they Does, they to talk about Lauren? Right now. Lauren? <laughs> oh, dang it. Are you there? I couldn't hear you. Are there
0: torches? Does anybody have a torch or a pitchfork? <laughs> ah.
10: There's no torches here,
0: no. What are they yelling? Freedom? Is that freedom? Freedom, yeah. That is awesome. Can you, that, now, you've been to the jail a number of times since our friends uh, Andrew and Sam have been arrested and, and held there. Uh, would you say this is a record crowd that we've never had this many people there?
10: That's right. For jail uh, protests, this looks like the biggest one so far.
1: That is uh, when was Andrew? Andrew's this is uh, an early release? No, it's not early. No,
10: it's it's time. Hold on a second, here he is.
1: Oh great,
0: thank you. Uh, Hello, Andrew Carroll, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening.
10: Hey, how's it going? Hey, welcome back to the semi-free world. Uh, You just spent nine days in a.
0: Yeah, welcome back. You just spent nine days in a jail cell for possession of marijuana. They hit you with a $420 fine, which you refused to pay, and so therefore they demanded that you go into uh, their jail for nine days now there was some speculation andrew as to whether or not you would be released early because the warden or the superintendent of this particular jail is a law enforcement against prohibition member and he had told me that he has the ability to release somebody two-thirds of the way through their uh... through their sentence but that didn't happen with you why
10: no, well, my understanding is that any sentence under 10 days, um, Van Wicker does not have that power. You pretty much have to serve the full sentence. I see. Full sentence was eight days and four hours. I turn myself in Tuesday at 5. I get out Wednesday at 9. Got yeah, it. That's what happened.
0: So did you get any mail in there? Because I sent you something. Did you get the letter that I sent with my phone number?
10: Yeah, I got a few letters from. Well, I actually got quite a few letters from a lot of people, and it. I got to tell you, vegan have nothing but food, you're bored out of your mind, and it's, it's. It means a lot to receive some letters and you know, be able to take take the time to read those and and hear words of encouragement from people across the country who, who you know, who understand that that uh, marijuana shouldn't be illegal, that these are ridiculous laws, and that we're putting innocent people in a place where innocent people do not. Do not belong.
0: Thank you for having the courage to do what you did. Of course, for our listeners that know, uh, that have been listening for a while, they know. But many of our new listeners may not. Uh, back in January, you uh, you announced that you were going to be holding a piece of marijuana in public. About forty something people showed up. Sounds like about the same size crowd that's there right now. Uh, but a forty. We a
10: big crowd here right now.
0: <laughs> it's huge. Uh, from what I can hear, at least. Uh, and I know I saw a number of them earlier today. Say again.
10: I think there's about a, a, a little over 40 people here or so.
0: That's yeah. tremendous. I mean, for nine and o'clock at night.
10: Yeah, it was wonderful to come out of jail and see all these people here. And then I saw Sam too, and I didn't know he was released. Oh yeah. And I uh, got a huge problem on my face seeing Sam also free now. It is wonderful. So.
0: Yep, uh, absolutely is. So uh, Andrew, I don't know if you want if you want to get into uh, details or if you want to get on with the the party. What's uh, what's your choice?
10: Well, I can talk for a little while, but I tell you, I, I, I've been on a hunger strike for the past, you know, eight eight days and oh four hours. So I'm a little a little hungry. i probably go out and get some some pizza or something. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't.
0: <laughs> eat well, now just as a t- just as a tip, uh, we I did have somebody contact me while Sam was in jail, and they suggested that anybody that's going to be fasting may want to start slow with something like yogurt, uh, something real easy on on your stomach that's not going to take a lot of work for you to digest uh just to, yeah. to take it easy so i don't i don't so know what, if pizza is the, the best pizza. choice
10: yeah well i was uh, i was being a bit uh hyperbolic i guess i don't know for sure if i eat pizza because i also read the same thing when i was looking up fasting i hear you're supposed to come back with something with something light Maybe like, maybe like yogurt, like you were suggesting. But I might say, screw and just go get pizza because
1: I am starving. Well, oh, what is Yogurt's a dairy product. Uh, cheese on pizza.
0: Yeah, there you What's go. the big deal? Hey, follow your instincts. I'm just throwing out a word of caution, that's all. Uh, you're the one that's, that's out wonderful. there doing it. You should do whatever you feel is right. Uh, you've done an amazing job standing up for freedom, standing up for the ability for people to possess plant material and other chemicals uh, without, you know, if they're not harming others, there's no crime here, there's no victim. Uh, you're completely in the right. What was the response that you received When you went into jail, I know that you were you were considering doing uh, total non-cooperation. What did you end up choosing for your path? How was it uh, taken? Go ahead and share your initial uh, when you went in. Your your briefly, if you don't mind, your story there.
10: We walked for you know four hours here, thirteen and a half miles or so. Um, I got in and at first. They didn't give me a mattress because I wasn't fully cooperating. So they they threw me in a concrete cell. I was in my street clothes, and I tried. To, I was tired obviously from walking for four hours, and I tried to sleep on the concrete. That I gotta tell you is not very comfortable. Yeah, but- so a few hours a few hours after that, um, uh, one of the older CEOs came in and gave me a mattress. And the next morning. Um, I decided that I wanted to see some of the other prisoners and even possibly see Sam, which I was really looking forward to, you know, seeing Sam in jail. So I decided I processed, and I, and I went through everything, and they put me up in 208, which is where Sam was. Mm-hmm. Population. But it that he had been moved down, so I didn't get to see Sam while I was in jail, and I think they purposefully kept us uh, away from each other.
0: So you, you got a TB test, and you answered the, their questions?
4: Mm, yeah, yeah.
0: So did um do, so you went upstairs and what was the response because these are the guys that were with Sam before uh and yeah. and they obviously had that experience of being with him and and having him talk about freedom and whatever it is, other things he discussed with them uh what was your reaction because when they brought Sam in they were dragging him in you came in on your feet how did they accept you
10: Yeah they I'd say they accepted me very very well uh, That's great. They, I mean, I made friends in that prison. Like, um, very, I mean, they were all very enthusiastic about the cause. They all seem to support uh, the idea of smaller government. Um, and it's great because it's not like they support, um, you know, laws. Or let me, let me rephrase that. It's not as though those that have uh, done crimes where there are victims. For instance, I was in cells with people who had stolen, who had you know, committed assault. Mm -hmm. And they understood that what they did was wrong and that they were trying to better themselves from it. They didn't necessarily think that the system that they were in was bettering them. No. they, You know, they kind of see that they have to better themselves as individuals and that that the prison system was really just a waste of time because it's not geared towards rehabilitation. But uh, they accepted me. They were enthusiastic. Uh, They they supported what I was doing. I would... uh, I would get my meals, but then I would just pass them out to all the guys around there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd get my tray and just give it away. I don't know if that's what Sam did. I think Sam just straight up said, I'm not eating it. Um, I took it and then gave it away.
0: I think he did give it away and at, some, so, at some He point. tried to. Yeah, he gave it away.
10: Okay, yeah. And so they were they were very, um, I mean, they were great guys up there. And, and it's sad. I'm always kind of sad having you know knowing that I get to leave and that there's people up there who honestly don't belong there. Yeah. There were a few guys up there who were, who were there for no reason, a few guys up there on drug charges who I talked to who I got to talk to at length, actually. Um, like, I don't know if I can give details over the phone necessarily, sure. or, or online or, you know, in public. But uh, uh, needless to say that there are people in jail at this very moment and in, in the same cell I was in who I talked to who are nice gentlemen who yep. do not belong there. And uh, Lord only knows that... that, that Perhaps if we fight hard enough and if we get enough people here in New Hampshire, which for everyone listening, that should be your goal if you believe in freedom. Absolutely. uh, You better get off your ass and move to New Hampshire because this is the only place where I think we have a chance.
0: How many other places, how many other places across this country, across the world, can somebody walk out of a prison and have 40 people standing there screaming freedom and uh, welcome back, Andrew, and have that kind of reception? This doesn't happen anywhere else.
10: At at, at 9 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. Yeah. yeah nowhere it doesn't it doesn't how many i mean where else in the world can you get 20 people to imp, do an impromptu four four hour hike with you to the jail mm-hmm. nowhere else in the country you're not going to get the kind of activism you we have here you're not going to get the kind of enthusiasm you're not going to get the kind of i mean we have a huge selection by for intelligence i am surrounded now by intelligent people who know what they're doing who have strong convictions and who are ready to change the world and if you are not in new hampshire then i truly don't think that you're doing all that you could do for freedom. You've got to get up here. You've got to move now because this is where it's at. And this is where, you know, not to sound too climactic, but, you know, we're, we're approaching a, a final battle of sorts. You know, Barack Obama's got slavery for 18 to 25-year-olds coming through, and Rahm Emanuel, they've got that coming, and we need all the help we can get up here in New Hampshire to really fight these awful, awful laws.
0: I love and it, Andrew. I love your sense government. of urgency. I think you're absolutely right. Making the move as soon as possible to New Hampshire is the best thing you can do uh, to get active for freedom, and uh, I thank you. I want to let you go, and hope maybe we'll have you in here and do a live interview and get deeper in. I want to let you Happy enjoy your night. Thank Give the call tonight, dude.
5: In... John and Lobo are back with more rapid-fire action. It began as a favor to a woman trying to get away from an abusive husband, but it proves that no good deed goes unpunished, and the consequences may be fatal to their partnership. The sequel to One Jump Ahead and Slanted Jack, Overthrowing Heaven by Mark L. Van Name, available from Bane Books. Remember, if you don't like your world, visit one of ours.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you and Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All of the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Uh, And, by the way, those features include the live streams, a dial-up version, broadband edition, and a webcam, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Do you want liberty in your lifetime? Do you want to be around a bunch of screaming, liberty-minded people? Well, there's not a lot of screaming that goes on at Porkfest, but those same folks that you just heard a few moments ago that are outside currently the Cheshire County Jail here in Keene, uh, the Keene area of New Hampshire, to receive our friend Andrew Carroll and uh, fellow activist Andrew Carroll uh, as he leaves the jail from spending nine days in jail because of a marijuana possession charge that he instigated. He decided that he was going to possess marijuana in public. They decided to arrest him for it and throw him in jail. He had approximately 40 people standing outside the jail yelling things, you know, yelling freedom and just a very jovial atmosphere out there. From what it sounded like, I'm still blown away by what I just heard, Mark. I've never I've never heard anything like that. People Uh, are very very excited. So come meet these people. Come meet people like Andrew Carroll and uh, Sam and, uh, and all of these other wonderful activists that you've heard call this show over the years. Many of them will be at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And it's happening this month in just a matter of a couple weeks from now, June 25th. Through the 28th in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire, you can join hundreds of liberty-minded people. So there are about 40 outside the jail. There are probably going to be three or 400, I would say, over the, uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival weekend. And maybe even more than that. Who knows? Uh, hundreds of them, though, will be there for a weekend of freedom and fun. Register today at Porkfest.com. That's Pork with a C, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk too. And by the way, I did talk to Andrew off the air. Uh, he had, still had some more to say, and but he wanted to get back to to his, his group of friends there. He's going to come in uh, hopefully for tomorrow night's show at the beginning of the show, and we'll get it. We'll get into detail into his nine days that he spent behind bars. All right, let's talk to George listening to KBYO in Louisiana. George, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey,
13: Hey, what's going on?
0: What's on your mind, How y'all George? Are? Just great. What's Good, on sir. your mind tonight?
13: Oh man, I was. A, I, I've been listening. I've been listening for a while. I only get to listen to y'all for an hour a day, and the uh, the the radio station I listen to uh, otherwise uh, otherwise it's, it's it's got you know Dr. Laura's on there and ninety two point seven is a pretty good station. But anyway, uh, huh. Andrew went to jail for possession of marijuana.
1: He yeah. sure did. That's correct.
13: Okay. Well. I've been smoking dope since uh nineteen sixty eight and there's no better cause. But but I I've I've been wondering what are y'all willing to, I mean is is that all it's about
0: I'm sorry. Is that all what's about, sir?
13: is, is that all it's about y'all's program go oh. I mean what do y'all what are y'all willing to go to jail over?
0: Well I, I mean, mean I think it just I mean, besides
13: marijuana and besides a cop tasing a seventy two year old woman or or um You know, the the latest thing's been in the news. What what are y'all willing to go to jail
0: over? Well, first of all, uh, there's no real way to answer that question because uh, there are different people here, and all of them would answer that question differently. Uh, I think that I might be willing to go to jail over something uh, that is not necessarily the same as what my co-host Mark might be uh, willing to go to jail over. But I think generally the people that are willing to go to jail up here in New Hampshire, the activists that have moved here as part of the Free State Project, have uh, have chosen to do so on uh, a fairly wide variety of issues. So we we've we've seen. Well, well look, yes, well, look,
13: please, please give give me just one little opportunity. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are talking about you all in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. I live in Louisiana, and and I don't I don't I don't have a a, a big variety of of uh, of a radio stations I can listen listen to. I I, I I don't have a a big variety of uh, V station I can listen to, and I'm, I, I'm interested in what y'all are doing, and I'm not wanting to criticize anybody. Y'all, y- 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 from what y'all are talking about, I mean, if you're willing to go to jail over marijuana, then the issues have got to be more broad than that.
0: They are. Uh, the people that have moved here as part of the Free State Project, the Free State Project is a movement of uh, liberty minded people all converging onto the same geographic location, which is New Hampshire, in order to get active for liberty. Just liberty, the idea that you should be free to live your life how you want, so long as you aren't harming other people or their other property in the, in the process. And within the scope of liberty, there are an an innumerable amount of issues that people can select and, and uh, decide to get active on. Some people are willing to go to jail. Some people aren't some people just want to get uh, you know kind of play it safe and and work within the political system so this is a very wide-reaching movement just because one member decided to get take action on the marijuana issue doesn't mean there aren't hundreds of others doing something completely different in in other places so uh, i don't know how best to communicate this to you but marijuana is just one of the freedoms that uh the, or the freedom to to put chemicals in your body is just one of the freedoms that uh that we're we're working on up here
13: Okay. Well, look, I, I I I look forward to listening to y'all's show every night. Well, thank you I for that. Look forward to it. And, and I have and to I'm, say that I'm
0: surprised I'm, that you can only hear it for an hour because I was told that uh, we should be on for yeah we we should be on three hours a night there on KBYO. I'm looking at their schedule right now. So so six to nine o'clock at night, if you're in uh, the Monroe area of Louisiana, you should be able to hear us on on uh, ninety two point seven.
13: Well, you look. y'all keep it up.
0: All right. Thank, thank you. We you will. Thank, thank, and, thank you, uh, sir. Uh, I, I just yes. all
13: I'm all I'm wanting to know is, I mean, how can I get more involved? If y'all are in New Hampshire, I'm in Louisiana.
0: You're sign up for the Free State Project. If you love liberty, if you understand that in order to be free, you must allow others to be free as well, then you should sign up for the Free State Project at freestateproject.org and start making plans to get up here. I thank you for the call tonight, George. Uh, I appreciate hearing from you. 800 259 9231. That's unfortunately what it's going to take. At least until we can get free here. It's very unlikely that anybody else is going to beat us to freedom here in in New Hampshire. I mean, I'd love to see it happen. Go ahead, prove me wrong, Montana, or whoever it is that's going to prove me wrong. Uh, I think maybe you know Montana, Montana has one of
1: the best chances. One of the best chances. <laughs> uh, Wyoming um, I might uh, might have some. But something where's to say. the movement? Arizona. Where's the, move, where's the movement there? I mean, I know the, there's w- a movement in Arizona. But Montana you know, had has. We'll Montana had that
0: uh, piece of legislation that said that if the feds do more gun legislation, then Montana might secede from the union or they'll consider that a nullification of their agreement to be in the union. And I think that's great. Uh, And I'm sure there's some sort of movement that uh, that moved that ahead. But what else are they doing? I don't hear anything, yeah. and
1: it's not because I'm not, maybe I'm just not digging deep um, enough. On the Mercatus, uh, the Mercatus Center's uh, ranking of the states, Montana didn't show up in the top ten of, the, of freest, the most free states. Yeah, the most free states in the United States, so, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not in Montana. I don't know. I, I don't. I wouldn't propose to know. There's All a- I can do is take the word of some experts, and some experts said no. I disagree with what those experts said regarding Florida. I felt that they didn't take in um, some factors into uh, into consideration. Maybe that would be true with Montana. I don't know. But New Hampshire came out the freest state in the union.
0: So uh, if you're not ready to move, then we haven't excited you enough yet. There's going to be something that excites you enough that says that will tell you.
1: This is where it's at. (laughs) It's it's not New Hampshire as much as. you know something's going to happen in the United States, and i don't know whether that' i don't know whether it's nationalized health care i don 't know whether it's conscription into the military or some kind of other government some negative program. influence, but that's what's probably going to change your mind about the free state project, yeah, and really, all you 're doing is waiting under your desk with your uh, you know your head between your knees waiting for the bomb to drop because it's going to happen
0: toll free number is one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one you can bring up anything. I don't think anybody can deny that this is the most exciting and effective liberty movement in the world.
8: Alakees.com
11: is a community for self-learners. At Alakees, you'll find tools to help you connect with people learning the same things you're learning, tutor other community members, and to make contacts that can help you find jobs. You can also earn money by sharing your know-how with others and contributing quality content. Visit Alakeys at. A-L-E-K-E-S-E dot com. Again, that's A-L-E-K-E-S-E dot com.
0: So it's Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Where the features are completely free, we've got a chat room, chat.freetalklive.com. We'll get you right to it, and
1: it is, like I said, all the features are free. So, chat.freetalklive.com. Check out the Low Country Liberty Report. A Ridleyographer from Santa Fe, or excuse me, uh, Savannah, Georgia, focuses on pro-freedom issues from around the country. Liberty-oriented reports for liberty-minded folks. He does not pretend to be unbiased in reporting and tries to add some humor to every report. Find his videos at lclreport.com or join the LCL group on Facebook or Twitter. If you like his reports, buy some advertising or subscribe um, or subscribe for uh, 3 bucks a month. Support liberty by supporting other liberty activists. Again, find all the stories at lclreport.com. And you can actually find LCL report the uh, man behind that in our chat room right now. I have, I'm have. i a subscriber. I, I, I enjoy his uh, little reports. I am as well.
0: All right. We continue here and go to your phone calls about whatever you want. Karen is on the line in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live. Karen.
14: Hi. Hey. I don't expect you to be an expert on this. What can you tell Thank me goodness. about the relationship between illegal immigrants and the census and is state getting an extra congressman because there are enough illegals in the state to well, first
0: of all one. i'm gonna i'm to stop you and uh, say I don't believe in illegal people okay I think that human beings are human beings, they're men, they're women, they're children uh nobody is an illegal person
14: That's fine.
0: Okay.
1: And I would
14: I would suspect that
1: if they do find illegals, that they will uh, count them, and that will count towards a, a state's amount of representatives. I mean that's that's the way the Constitution's written. I would think with uh, the president that we've gotten, that they're not going to be uh, sort of going after um, people that uh, are in the country without papers. And I, I you know, I, I find it unfortunate, but I think that those people should be. Uh, I think that the government should have far less control in this arena. Well, I mean, by the census's uh,
0: original concept, from what I understood, there was only supposed to be one question, and that is how many, how many people live here, not of what citizenship are you or from where do you hail or any other questions. I mean, inevitably... So the
14: way the original census was taken when the Constitution was actually followed, that didn't even fall into the picture, whether someone was uh, – what, what, whether someone was properly taking up residence in the country, but, right. but
0: you believe that it should come into the picture?
14: No, well, hmm. I, I I think that it is a certainly a problem. I guess it's fair to say yes because I think it's certainly a problem hmm. if if you have so much of a population that you're entitled to another congressman.
0: I think that the problem is the federal government. I think that you're, uh, you're looking at uh, what you perceive as a problem, and from your perspective, it probably does seem to be a problem. I, find,
1: uh, I but, find problems with it, absolutely. But to me,
0: the problem is the fact that there are men and women calling themselves the government, forcibly extracting money from you and spending it on the things they think are best. Whether they're spending it on dropping bombs on people around the world, whether they're spending it on putting uh, food into the mouths of uh, people that you right. might not believe deserve it, they're stealing your money, and, and they're spending it how they want and that's to, in my opinion what you should be outraged about and it about. would be
1: a problem if uh, people came into this country ignorant of uh, how our um, you know the ideas of uh, liberty and freedom and voted in people that would do more of what you're talking about ian and so i mean I, I see a problem with that however i think the worst group of men and women to solve that problem is the federal government because they've proven themselves time and time again to be incompetent and uh, evil and I think that the people that were born here are proving themselves time and time again to be incompetent as far as uh, voting is concerned. I, I, think, <laughs> I think everybody's incompetent when it comes to voting. Nobody yeah. can make a decision on what's best for me in my life.
0: So the problem is the federal government, I mean. not all the little details about how the federal government is run. Your thoughts?
14: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would concur with that. That I mean, if 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 people, uh, if if we had uh, if we had 535, uh, very similar to. Uh, to, to Ron Paul's and I don't mean to, to tout his uh his you know, his name constantly, but you're right, this, this would not be an issue because uh you know, everybody would be following the rules, and we wouldn't have anything to complain about.
1: Yeah, I wish, I absolutely. They there wouldn't within be anything, state, but, there wouldn't be much to complain about if there were 535 Ron Pauls in there. Um, you know, <laughs> There probably wouldn't be a free talk live if, if that were the case. Right, there wouldn't uh, be any point in a radio show like this that's, that concentrates on liberty. <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, thank you for the call tonight, Karen. I appreciate hearing from you at 800 259 The realistic, uh, whether it's realistic or not to believe that there could be 535 Ron Pauls in Washington, D.C. is another question. I don't think it's possible. Uh, There's no way in my mind that the federal government can be turned around in any direction uh, other than some totalitarian status direction. It's a system that has been designed to grow the government. Clearly it has been designed to do that because the Constitution has done nothing to prevent it. The so-called small government constitution founded by these founding fathers that were so supposedly small government minded didn't do jack. There certainly some of them were. It didn't do jack to uh, to keep government small. So either the Constitution failed, or well, the people failed, it, or whatever. It's been a failed experiment all it's along. It's worked
1: in some areas, in in the sense that in, in Canada you can go to, you can go to jail for saying saying something offensive about someone. So you have a certain level of freedom of speech in this country. So there's a certain level of success to the Constitution. Also. You know, the government is spending twice as much as it was – I think I think the budget has doubled uh, this year under Barack Obama. But you can look at the, the, the amount of money, even uh, money uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, 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 averaged for inflation, and you can see the government is getting bigger and bigger and spending more and more money. They're getting that money from you and me, from our blood, sweat, and tears. If they – have the ability to tax your labor. And honestly, at this point since they're spinning into deficit, they're taxing the labor of my 14-month-old son if they have the ability to do that. You've really got to step down for a second and ask yourself if they can take my labor, like what am I to them? I am a you know a, an entity that provides them with toil i i i you know i provide them with money through my labor and i i wonder how much different is that from slavery i know that mm. uh, people when we when we make those analogies here on the show they get really you know, oh, well, what are, you know the, the people that really have been slave or had ancestors that were slave would, would really be offended well whoa, 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 whoa. before you go on Slavery is a worldwide a- epidemic mm-hmm. at one point. Um, you know, it's just been the last couple of centuries that slavery has been addressed at all. So everybody's ancestors every. Well, yeah, but I mean, across the world, it was it was yeah. things were changing. So everybody's ancestors everywhere were slaves. At some point mm-hmm. got it, so I, I understand that that there's, there's a special thing about wh- the way black well, people were treated in this country, but i didn 't say anything about black people. Yeah. I said slaves, slavery. and uh, you know people might jump to conclusions on uh, as far as black people go, but it 's convenient but, to not believe you 're a slave it's, it, it feels good to not believe imagine that. if you were for a second if you were the beneficiary of slavery. You might think, oh, this isn't such a bad system, you know people do work for me, I benefit i I'm obviously smarter and better than they are at running the world. We've given them a place to stay. the people that uh, Food to eat you know the people that have been running the world have had slaves all along. so think about it if your system there's some problems with chattel slavery in the United States. Uprisings were a problem uh, you know abolitionists people you know they've got
0: an uprising on their hands now. People Did say you hear that
1: call earlier, yeah. People saying that uh, that race, you know, it shouldn't distinguish people as far as uh, how they're treated. Fine. If you could design a new system where more people were your slaves, but they were a little bit freer and they didn't call themselves slaves and they didn't yearn for their freedom so much i mean instead of taking what what did you get from a slave maybe 90% of their labor because mm-hmm. they had to give them clothes they had to give them uh, yeah. you know food to eat maybe they even only got 75% i don't know who knows what the overhead was yeah. i mean as a slave they probably didn't work very hard because they didn't have much to, to, mm-hmm. to gain from it so maybe the minimum. maybe somewhere between 75 and 90% of their labor is what they got from the slaves well in this country if you look at how many taxes a citizen remember but you can't call your 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 the, you know the these uh, entities that provide you with their labor slaves anymore. So you must call them something new. Let's call right. them citizens. So your citizens rose by any other name. <laughs> your citizens will work harder because they believe that they can get ahead. In this country, citizens pay at least fifty percent of their their labor to the government. Really? Is it that much different than slavery? 1-800-259-9231.
0: That's only, if you believe that you aren't a slave, it's only because you, you believe that way. You absolutely are. Go try not paying taxes and see what happens. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to promote us by going to promote.freetalklive.com. There's a whole list of things that you can do. To help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations and into more ears around the world, promote.freetalklive.com.
1: Jason Osborne was uh, talking to me yesterday about uh, s- s- some uh, kind of goals that he had for uh, SACL CAI, and he, he said to uh, mention on the air that there's uh, there's something that SACL CAI likely can do for you. It uh, w- During the first 1,000... You as a, bit a regular person, not a business owner? Maybe. Um hmm. it it depends. It depends on what you what you want to do. It's just a it's it's a resource okay. and so you know here's an idea. During the first 1000, one of the ways that uh I I and Jason managed to get the first 1000 carried across the finish line. I think it was at like 750, 8,000 people that contra- that essentially Signed they up to go early to uh, on the Free State Project. They pledged to yeah, move pledged. early
0: with the Free State Project, yes.
1: And I think there were 750 pledgers maybe in uh, the beginning of December, and mm-hmm. it looked like it was going to fail, and I decided that I wasn't going to be part of a failing project. He pulled out all the stops. Right, and really one of the stops. But ba- basically that meant calling Jason Osborne. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, what he managed to do is he has this you know phone calling system that uh, allowed me to record myself uh, encouraging people who are members of uh, the the Free State Project, to sign up for the first 1,000. And that basically got the rest of the signers to go. Mm-hmm. So um, if you have some kind of, uh, you know, political action or something like that that would benefit from sort of a mass calling system. The robocalls. That, yeah, there was a robocall. It was me. I recorded it here in the studio. I gave him right. an MP3. And, uh, you know, those those recorded calls went out to everyone. He's not willing to do it for just everything. But if... Your plan sounds good. He might be willing to work with you.
0: So should it be liberty-oriented, preferably?
1: Likely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to— You've got to interest Jason to help. Right.
0: Interest him and likely uh,
1: compensate Jason. (laughs) That would be preferable, (laughs) yeah. 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 But uh, anyway— I'm sure the long distance isn't cheap. No, it's not. So it's uh, SACLCAI. You can uh, go to their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the left-hand side.
0: All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one, that is the toll free number. You can bring up anything. We continue with a list of things that everybody should know by now. And if you don't, well it's never too late to learn. Uh some of these are, are pretty darn good. We're gonna share them with you. We're gonna continue at number thirty eight. You are not invulnerable and you are not going to live forever. You can make mistakes at eighteen that you'll have to live with for the rest of your life. Oh yes. Uh now I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not true that you won't live forever. There's, there is a chance. There's a chance that uh, in this particular lifetime, you might just get uh, augmented to the point with uh, nanotechnology and uh, mechanical things that could possibly extend your life for a very very. Possibility long
1: time. exists. I wouldn't count on it though. It's it, it's a possibility that exists for Hope the for first the time
0: in mankind's history. Plan for the worst. Number thirty nine. Nobody owes you a living. Nobody owes you a living. No. No, it's true. You don't have a right to a living because if you had a right uh, to a living – By a living, you
1: mean a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you had a right to – You have the right a, to live. A paycheck, then that would mean that you'd have the right to somebody else's labor, that yeah. you'd have a right to what someone else has produced. And if everybody has a right to that, well, then they can just all stand there and start shouting about how they have a right to it, and they'll get it, Right. No, you can't. It doesn't work that way. The, those things have to come from somewhere, and they come from people creating wealth by offering products and services right. uh, in the marketplace by combining their brain power with natural resources and other existing concepts and ideas and products in order to create new
1: ideas and new wealth and right. market have, them and sell them and, and make a profit. You have and pay the you. right to try to make a living and you can do a you know bang up job at it and make a great living, mm-hmm. but you don't have the right to a job or to a living. No, nobody owes
0: us anything, Mark. We can sit here all night long and blab into microphones, and nobody owes us their advertising no. dollars. Nobody owes I us. I mean, their imagine that dollars. for a second.
1: Instead of instead of us talking about somebody giving their labor to a business, or you know, selling their labor to a business and what what that's worth, imagine for a second. That, that that we demand you know the govern that we wanted the government to demand a certain minimum for our advertising uh, spots and that businesses had to pay for them because that's right because that's our job and well, we're we deserve the best that. show ever or we are owed this right we well just as uh, you know by by the the simple dent that we are humans we we're deserve it, yeah. a certain living I mm-hmm. mean and and by the way you know since we're on microphones we're experts we deserve the expert sort of living <laughs> I, I mean you know I don't know. It, it, it's it's yeah, ludicrous. It is ludicrous. Our commercials are worth what they're worth to an advertiser who wants to advertise on our show and different advertisers. It's going to be worth different things. If for instance, you're selling a product that uh, is, is very oriented towards our audience. Our ads are going to be worth more to that person than say is, uh, you know, selling ads that are uh, antithetical to our program. Uh, You know, for instance, uh, I don't know, military ads, maybe, maybe that would be worth less.
0: Now, wait a minute, Mark. Are you, are you saying that people that are in dire straits should not be helped out? That people who are
1: having a tough time in life, just should die in the streets is that what you're saying i think that people should be helped i think you should help people but i also think that that terminology should is very very dangerous because people will use it as there should be a law i think that people should help other people but you know i also think that there's a point where you can't help other people you know there's just people that, <laughs> if you help them, will just lay, languish about and not get jobs that they yeah. really do need to be motivated by the hunger in their stomach to go to go do some work.
0: It's the difference between somebody who believes they are owed something and someone who believes they have to work for. Right.
1: I mean, if you've got no arms get. and no legs, uh, you know, let's talk about some charity for that person. I yeah. think that the, you know we could we could, do, we could work for something for that. But somebody but, who's able yeah, if you're talking about an able-bodied individual who uh, you know just doesn't feel like work. Perhaps has I a, should be able to I, live and not work. My my wife used to be a vocational rehabilitation counselor, and this guy came in who wanted help because, you know, money by in the form of help. I mean, money essentially because he had a nasty personality. He didn't get along with employers and got fired on a regular basis, and he wanted that to be called a mental illness. I mean, <laughs> being a, being a jerk is not a mental illness.
0: Number forty. You are not a victim. This one I don't know about. Like, I I agree with the idea of not... Uh, claiming victimhood for oneself because there's no point to it. There's there's nowhere you can really go uh, that's positive in being a victim. Uh, but at the same time, there are certainly people who have been victimized out there. Whether or not they should consider themselves a right.
1: victim is another question. Right. There's a different because if you imagine yourself to be a victim, then you're going to act in a different uh, way than if you are the. Yes. You know, I I am the causal center of the universe. I cause everything to happen to me. that is an extraordinarily powerful position to come from. Mm-hmm. It may not be true, and I certainly can 't prove that I cause the sun to shine but if I, if I imagine that that everything in the world that i 'm at cause for that rather than being a victim, which is everything in the world happens to me that 's the exact opposite of what yes. i 'm talking about like you know there, there's a there 's a, a a powerful place a powerful thing to be had there a lot of people don 't understand what i 'm saying when I say that, and if you don 't understand, forget it but if you do understand it makes sense to me it, it might it, you know it might really be something great for you it, it
0: absolutely is I think that is a great perspective uh, that if you if you believe you have been victimized and that you are a victim and you hold that inside you then that is what you are and what you will continue to be until and that there will be continued uh, examples of how you will be victimized if you are a victim you'll find all kinds of ways to claim that well that's a victim that you victimized me here and you victimized me here yep. and uh, and this is you know I'm just uh, I'm just at subject to the whims of the world, subject to whatever it is people want to do to me, and it's really a very disempowering uh, viewpoint to come from. Uh, and the, the skeptics can say to you, Mark, well, you, how dare you say you're the center of the universe? Clearly, you're not the center of the universe. Look at all these other people out here. That's yeah. not, you know, Prove that's so really nonsense. Yeah. But uh, but all that said, if you do have that belief system, it is very empowering, and that every choice you make has consequences. But you are at cause
1: in those in those matters. Yeah, you could choose differently. You know, I mean, if if, if somebody doesn't get what I'm saying, fine, it doesn't matter whether you get it or not. That's okay. Then you know, just move on. But if you know. If I heard that before it had been – when when I heard that, I found it an extraordinarily uh, powerful thing. And I'm like, yeah, like that would be a great place to come from, and that would be a great way to live my life and a great thing to believe. And I'm going to get more done and, and uh, be better off and be happier if I believe that. It's
0: the difference between somebody who is a creator and somebody who just sort of
1: lets life happen. You know, plans are for and you don't have to you don't have to agree with what I'm saying to be a creator or let things happen. That's just sort of, uh, you know, the 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 mindset is the difference between those. So, I mean, I'm not saying somebody who disagrees with I am the causal senator of the universe um, would be necessarily somebody who lets the world happen to them.
0: All right, we are about out of time, but there are more uh, on this particular list, and we will share them. Oh, yeah, we'll them. be working on it for a while. Yeah, we will share more. In fact, I was told that at the end of the list of 50 things that you should know, there's another 40 more. <laughs> <laughs> this should get us through the remainder of the year. Yep, we'll uh, be good. All right, 800-259-9231. That would be the number, but we're out of time, so I don't know why I gave it to you. All right, we're done. It's been in here with you and mark see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com don't be a victim you are in control at all times
12: Your spouse are going to jail and your kids are going to Child Protective Services. You're busted for possession of marijuana. marijuana. Hi, I'm Barry Cooper, ex-narcotics officer trained by the DEA. My DVD, Never Get Busted, has recently received world attention. I've switched sides and I'm now touring America with the message to end this war on people that has been labeled the war on drugs. Go to Barry's website, nevergetbusted.com, and order your DVD to Never Get Busted. On it, I'll teach you secret drug enforcement tactics and how to avoid narcotics profiling, how to conceal your stash, and I'll teach you how to fool drug dogs every time. I'll teach you how police know when you're lying. You'll get to go on patrol with me and watch actual marijuana arrest on the highway and learn the mistakes citizens made that landed them in jail. Go to NeverGetBusted.com and arm yourself with the information you need so you'll never have to hear these words. Get on the ground, mother... You and your spouse are going to jail and your kids are going Log to Log on to NeverGetBusted.com.